0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of drunk dad sports my name is steven reinman i am joined as always by my co-host reef butler what's going on buddy
1: how's it going man
0: it's going it's going um we are also joined by a very special guest today one of the founding members of the overstated groups um the man of a thousand names mr bucks and six steve sabatini what's going
2: on steve what's up fellas how we doing man happy to be on happy to be on oh it's
0: gonna be a good one i'm excited for it you finally They're get to, happy to have you brother you finally get to report uh record a podcast where you don't have to hear yankee hand egg or hear about oh, man,
2: dude. i don't have to talk about the nba 24 7 like dude it's and i don't have to host it i don't have to keep everybody on track it's it's kind of nice man no, I'm just, yeah i saying, hey i wanted to ask you guys what, what are we all drinking tonight
0: I got tequila soda, as usual. Well,
1: like so, it. for me, my girlfriend had bought a bottle of scotch for me yesterday, and I just opened it up tonight. I got it poured up on the rocks right now. First sip, kind of tastes like gasoline. Don't let your girlfriend pick your scotch, <laughs> but I'm gonna <laughs> drink it. We're gonna see if it gets better.
0: Steve over there drinks Jack Fire, so I don't know. He
1: might like it.
2: I do, man. So I, I don't to, let me, hang on, I'm just trying to get situated here. Let That's me, just uh... the
1: adult version of Fireball.
2: <laughs> it is It is. no it is man it is so i am so i'm kind of lazy so our fridge you know i think because we're all bads here and you know once you have kids you, you just immediately go broke
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you're poor essentially so that's where all my money goes so our fridge is on the fritz so like i was gonna make like a nice tito's and seltzer maybe with a splash of bitters on this i wanted to get a little fancy for you guys oh. and then and then i realized we didn't have any ice and we had we had a packer party for the nfc championship game Oh, man, the ice is still outside, but I'm not trying to go out there right now. So I, I was going to make a brandy old fashioned, too. But then again, man, I don't have any ice. So what I got here and you don't really need ice for a brandy old fashioned. But what I got here, man, is I'm sipping on a uh, high noon watermelon courtesy of the wife. And I also got a bottle of Jack fire with a shot glass sitting right next to me. So, I mean, dude, we're going to oh. we're going to have some fun tonight.
0: Yes, sir. What the hell is high noon watermelon?
2: I don't know, man. Like, you know, you ever, have, like, you, ever, you ever have White Claw before? Yeah, yeah. It's like a better vodka soda than that.
0: Oh, okay. The
2: watermelon, I, I, all we had, I saw what was in there. All we had was watermelon. I, I think the, pe- the peach is pretty good. So it's when you get that, bad. does it come with the tampon or is that... Well, dude, see that's that's the thing that I was saying, man. Like this is this is what the wife drinks, but mm-hmm. I don't have any art to make like an adult drink. So I've got <laughs> I've got whiskey to the left of me, and I got like the high noon to the right of me. So like the high noon is kind of like I just I just look at it as seltzer, man. It's just it's just seltzer with uh, the with, with with some alcohol in it, but really, dude, it's the Jack Fire that I'm gonna be
0: drinking. Dude, those those seltzers sneak up on you. I had to retire from them. We had friends bring them over a few weekends in a row, and I got hammered off some of the it's the truly's they sneak up on you because i drink them i drink like five in a row in an hour and i realize like an hour later that i'm smashed yeah. stumbling around so and those hangovers are brutal from those That's what i was
1: gonna say the seltzer hangover well first of all with the seltzer it's i drink a lot of beer so you get that kind of fullness to your stomach the mm-hmm. seltzer is like an empty filling and then that seltzer hangover is well, it's something it,
2: and seltzer, man, seltzer is actually stronger than beer. See, I used to be a humongous beer drinker, but I don't. I think like this is where you guys can make fun of me for having, uh, you know, for me uh, putting my tampon in for whatever reason. <laughs> man, like, probably like six, seven years ago, I have no idea what it was, but I got super bad uh, acid reflux from beer it's Um, beer and wine and it just fucking like it kills me like the only beer i can kind of do is corona but i used to be a huge pbr guy and i can't i can't do that anymore and like wine, it has to be like the driest wine possible for me for me so that's why i just i just made the switch over to hard liquor man and that's why like when we go out to bars like we'll just do it. All dep- obviously it depends. Like if I'm with uh, if I'm with the wife, like I try to. I we'll just do like a couple shots. But I mean, you know, and then like <laughs> some vodka, some Tito's and seltzers or something like that. But when I'm out with the boys, you like I'll have just do just shot, 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 shots, and I'll just either have like a water back or just or just seltzer, like no with seltzer with no alcohol in it, and that's what I'll drink all night. Oh, dude. I- oh, dude, it's the bastard! It's the bastard!
0: I can't do liquor like that the missus loves loves doing shots and as soon as shots start to get broken out it's i mean just watch out the rest of the night i like that i like it, I, like it. <laughs> I have i have an alternate uh, alternate personality whenever i start drinking too much whiskey oh it's bad have many a rough <laughs> nights with that so i'm not allowed to drink it so much so i stick to tequila
2: i like that i but like
0: that i have a question for you boys before we even get started in all of our our talks today. So Steve here is a Packers fan, and Reef is a Cowboys fan. So I have a very important question: Did Dez catch it?
2: Reef, I'll let you go. I was I was at that game. What? I, I was sitting. I was sitting in that end zone, like probably like eight or nine rows up. So I mean, like I I can tell you, it was me, um, three of my buddies. And we all looked at each other, and we straight up said, "Like that's 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 an unbelievable catch." But like, what everybody, what every fucking person, mostly reef—I don't mean any disrespect—but most cowboy fan- fans tend to forget is even when Dallas scores, there there's three minutes left in the game. Like, I you completely it? agree,
1: and a lot of people do omit that part. But the point is, Aaron Rodgers should have had to drove that ball because it was a catch. I mean, the with the rules back then. It was still a catch. With the rules today, it's definitely a catch. Football move was made. There's never a clear picture of the ball hitting the ground. Um, I agreed. Aaron Rodgers, first of all, I've watched him kill us on the last possession three or four times. That one he hit the last time he was in Dallas where he hit the tight end on the sideline late in the fourth quarter. I mean, I don't believe we would have stopped Aaron Rodgers, but I wanted to at least see him have to do it and not be screwed in the game in like that would be my only consensus to that.
2: Well, for sure, man. But yeah, I I mean, I, as a, as a, as a, if I was a cowboy fan, I'd think the same way that you think, but like, again, even when he didn't catch that cream, Bay got the ball left and there was even more time left. Like there was like five minutes left and that dude drove right down the field. Yeah. I mean, it's very likely.
1: I mean, I agree. Um,
2: but still, though, man, like, if you, I, I get what you're saying. Like, if you're a Cowboy fan, like, hey, we want to have the lead in that situation. Put a complete pressure on Green Bay. Like, I get it. I'm just – all Cowboys fans, like, love to love to bring that up and be like, dude, we would have won the game. And I'm, I always go, well, maybe there's three minutes left in the game. Yeah, like, I, it yeah no I don't point.
1: believe it's a for sure thing that we win that game by any means. But after you score that touchdown right there, the defense is definitely going to be a lot more hyped. And maybe they do make a play. Maybe Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers always does against Cowboys and takes them down and finishes it at the end. I don't know. The thing is, is you just don't want the game. That was a great game, too. That was a fantastic game. That was a 4th and one call. Romo threw a beauty. It looked like Dez made a beauty of a catch. Just, I just want to see it play out before <laughs> I let the refs just end it.
2: For sure, man. I can't blame you for that at all. I cannot blame you for that at all.
1: But like, I, like you said, and I completely agree, there, by no means, if we score that touchdown, do we win that game. By no means. <laughs> Nothing in my mind makes me believe that we stop Aaron Rodgers. But at least let me see him score on us. I mean, it would hurt. That would still hurt, but it hurt more for that catch to happen. I agree, man. completion to happen.
0: So, now <laughs> – was that the? I forget which which round that was. Was that the championship or was that? The it was to go to
1: the NFC Championship. That was a That's when around. I okay. believe the Packers lost to the Seattle Seahawks on that
2: onside kick or something. We don't talk about that, man. We don't. talk <laughs> about <that, laughs> No, we're, we're talking about we don't, the. We're talking about that. That that
1: game was crazy in itself too.
2: That was the that was the worst loss. I, I I don't even that Tampa Bay loss might be right up there, but that Seattle loss we weren't supposed to win. And we we had a sixteen to nothing lead, and due to you, you, everything that had in to go like Seattle. Right Seattle, like that was one in a million that Seattle wins that game. That one crazy. in a million, everything that had to go right for them went right. I couldn't believe it. What? Whatever. For, fuck sports. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Up, I'm doing a shot. Whatever. Get, what do you think's more this.
1: heartbreaking? My Des catch, your Seattle game, or the Saints watching that non-interference
2: call? Oh.
0: That was tough <laughs>
2: what do you mean what which saints oh i see if i was a saints fan that wouldn't necessarily bother me i mean it would bother me but not too much what bothered me worse more than anything was that minnesota game when oh. you had that game one all that dude it was i think it was marcus Lattimore, right like he was a rookie that year all he had to do was just sit there behind the dude let him catch it and just wrap him up. You didn't even have to tackle him. You could have just wrapped him up. He could have wrapped up Stephon Diggs and he didn't. If I was a Saints fan, that would be the one that drove me nuts.
0: That he'd was be, wild. He'd be getting chased out faster than Kevin King in Green Bay.
2: <laughs> oh, <they laughs> Kevin King, <laughs> see ya. Bye. Goodbye.
3: Hey,
1: at least y'all found some corners now. That uh, Jarius Alexander, that guy looks like he, he's got right some here? Dude, he's about,
2: Him and Jalen Ramsey are the two best defensive backs in football.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean he had an amazing year. That was awesome. Very talented guy, long and rangy. I mean he's dangerous.
2: Yeah. And now he, next year small man. Jair is small. I think he's like six foot maybe. He he's might just, have a good wingspan. He's... He looks big on film. I know that. He's so smart though. He's he's so smart and he ain't afraid to hit you either. What you need from corners nowadays.
0: And yeah, then do, And then next year y'all are gonna have uh JJ Watt on your team. That defense might finally come around.
2: Well, man, you know what, man? I know you wanted to get into it a little bit. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't really that, want to,
0: but I know I have to.
2: That defense played good enough to win against Tampa Bay, man. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can't. You The second half, but, maybe. That first half, Tom
1: dissected y'all.
2: He did, but that second half, man. I mean, dude, it, if you take away that touchdown at the end of the half, which I don't know, if if they don't score there, man, like Green Bay probably wins that game. You You can't. I mean, he th- Tom throws an interception to Adrian Amos, and then he throws back-to-back picks to Jair. And everyone keeps talking about that that field goal that Matt Lafleur. I personally didn't didn't have. I didn't really care about that at all. Like, I, I totally whether he goes for it or not. Like, I, I understand the reasoning behind it. But I mean, you get back-to-back interceptions, and you go three and out twice, dude. It's like fuck, man. It, yeah. It's it's just like fuck, dude. You know, like you you. You 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 finally get a game like that in Green Bay. Granted, there's like I would have been there if there wasn't if they would allowed more fans, but dude, the, the limited amount of fans. Aaron Rodgers outplays Tom Brady. Like, did they like literally like you 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 outplayed Tampa Bay in just about every aspect. But man, dude, that Tampa that Tampa defense just decided to look like you know the eighty five Bears. Man, I mean whether it was against. Uh, Green Bay, whether it was against obviously Kansas City, which I'm sure you guys want to talk about, and then you throw in even against the Saints when they when that when that defense gets a turnover, man, they just get hype as fuck, mm-hmm. and they, they, that momentum is is very very real with them or was very real with them this year, and do they it that see that one hurts more than the Seattle one a little bit just because you know like you the Seattle one you, we really. I mean, right? Like Seattle, they're the defending champs. They would never lose at home. You got the Legion of Boom. Like we really weren't supposed to go in there and beat them, even though you know, fuck you, Brandon Bostic. I understand, you know, I know,
3: <laughs>
2: I, whatever. But I mean, like that Tampa Bay game. Like you, if you would have told me Tom Brady was going to turn the ball over three times, Green Bay was going to win the time of possession, they were going to win the yardage. Like you, you, they're the number one offense in football. And it was funny, like the, all the stats, like um. We got a guy here that, that covers the Packers pretty well. His name's Andy Herman. He does, like, uh, his stats that he does, um, like, the, the analytics, so to speak, and, like, four Packers, and all four of them were starters, had their worst game of the season. Hmm. Out, of, out of everything, like, that's just a bad time to have your worst game of the season, dude. It fucking sucks. It's the, Tell Tom, the City
1: receivers that.
0: It's the Tom Brady effect. It's got to be what it is. This dude, there's no reason, I guess... Well, I mean, we could start to get into it with the with the Super Bowl, but it's definitely like he just has something about him. I don't know what it is. It's unquantifiable. Last week, when Reef was running his mouth about Tom Brady saying he was washed, saying he wasn't top five, me and Dante, I still don't think he's top five. Me and Dante tried to tell you the dude just has he just has it. Like he's agreed, but he's, we've
1: seen the dude lose.
0: Yeah, but he had not very much this year. He just...
1: I mean, he was 7-5 and at one point this year.
0: Yeah, but like Steve just said, he had no business winning that Packers game, and yet he did. He found a way to pull it out. I can't comment
1: much on that Packers game. That was following the UFC fight, and that next day, Hmm. I I pretty much forgot football was on. I was so hungover. I didn't watch (laughs) one of them. I came back and watched highlights. But from the highlights, I did watch that first half, and it was probably edited this way. That first half looked like it was all one way, and it looked like it was all Tampa Bay. Yeah. I don't think they trailed once in that first half or they didn't
2: tra- They didn't trail the entire game but like i mean that like green bay was that first half like you know devontae adams drops a touchdown pass they, they kick some field goals but if not for that touchdown you know with no time left in the first half like green bay gets the ball back they're down by a score like it's it, it's not it wasn't as bad and even then man they got to with it like that they scored i think three points after coming kind of coming back in the second half i think from like five minutes left in the third to the end of the game, they only scored three points and they had two turnovers. Like that shit just, like, it's just weird. Like football's weird. And and Steven, to your point, man, like, I mean, you're right. Like, dude, Tom Brady, there, there's just something about him, man. Like he, he's gotten, I said it kind of before this run that he had, like to me, like Peyton was always better than Brady just because of what Peyton had to work with, like the lack of defense. Like you look at, When Brady was with Belichick in New England, I I mean, in Tampa Bay, like, dude, he's always had a top 10 defense every single year. Like he didn't, he didn't, but there's something about that, dude. You go back and watch that Falcons Super Bowl, Like, dude, they're, they're getting shredded. Right, man. Hmm. Like they're, they're getting killed. Like no one's ever going to come back from that, dude. He just finds a way to come back. Like, dude, there's something about that guy, man. It's, it's stats. Don't, don't, uh, won't pick up on it. Like, I think he's only had like two all pros, maybe three. Um, uh, it's just, dude, there's something about that, dude, that's unexplainable.
0: Yeah. Winners win. Th- yeah, I think people, like, look across the sidelines or look across the field at him on the other sidelines and just just they get they get the fear of God into him. Like, oh, he can't. Like, if he gets the ball back and we don't put points up on the board, we're done for. You just know because you've watched him win so many times. Like, at the end of the game, he's got the ball with two minutes left. You lost. I mean, that's that's how it's been for... 20 years now pretty much like i think he just puts that like Devonte, Devonte had probably his best year ever right statistically there's no no reason he should ever drop that pass
2: oh yeah dude you heard it on the broadcast too like aikman troy aikman even said it, and he was right like rogers and adams do that do that back shoulder pass in their sleep and he just dropped it yeah and Rodgers was like uncharacter, like he threw like i mean you you kind of have to go back and watch it. But in the fourth quarter, after one of the Jair turnovers, he's got MVS wide open, or he's got MVS has a step on, on his, on his defender and Rodgers just throws it a little too much inside. You know, he missed Robert Tunyon a couple times. And even, even on that, you know, the, the questionable field goal call, like it's third and eight. First, it was first and goal from the eight. Yeah. They went first, second down, nothing. Third down, like, you know, you look at it, Rogers probably isn't going to score, but he can probably get to the three yard line. I bet you Green Bay goes for it then. But, like, dude, it's just it just seems like, and this isn't a knock on Brady, but, dude, everything just works out. Like, winners win, man. Like, everything just works out in that dude's way all the time. It really does. So go, go back to the Seattle the Seattle Super Bowl. Like, dude, yeah. you, you're giving that ball to Marshawn Lynch. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, and they, they don't do it. Like, they they decide to run a fucking slant pass on the one-yard line. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. So, I got they, two questions. Um, I want to get into the Super Bowl after this, um, but I got two questions first. One: How much do we still believe time of possession matters? It used to be a big thing. None. But has football changed enough to where time of possession is obsolete?
0: It means nothing. I mean, depending. I just on know
1: Steve brought it up saying how we want time of possession and all that, but do we care about time of possession anymore in football? I don't.
2: I, I think. I think. It, it. I think it matters. I think, like, dude. Like, again, man, you look at. Some of this shit is just, dude, like, if you have a good enough defense, like, a, I'm talking, like, a great defense, like, mm-hmm. and you look at how Tampa Bay played, like, they ease outside of the Washington game in that first half of the New Orleans games, like, they they had, like, the best defense in football that we've seen yeah. in, in the playoffs, like, so in respect to, like, that, like, yeah, man, it's probably not going to matter because all the analytics will say, like, I don't know why, like, analytics doesn't, like, like this stat, but, like, if... Green Bay was ninth in in defense because they just kept teams out of the end zone. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like as a defense, you just you want that bend but don't break mentality. But I still think it matters matters to a point, though. Like, you obviously want to control the time of possession. Like Green Bay, I mean, if you go back the week prior, I mean, they they destroyed the Rams in time of possession, and they were in control of that game the entire time. And even against against Tampa, like they were moving the ball up and down the field, it was just like, dude, a couple, a couple bad plays. And in the playoffs, as you guys know, man, that your your line for mistakes gets thinner and thinner at each round that you play in. And you, Green Bay just, like I said, man, kudos to Tampa, but I, I still think Green Bay kind of shot themselves in the foot, like too many self-inflicted wounds, so to speak.
1: So yeah. for time possession, for me, it's fifty-fifty. I believe if your style of play is ground and that time possession does matter. If you're playing a high-powered offense and you want to keep the ball away from home, but you're scoring touchdowns, this is the thing with time possession. If you have time of possession, but you're taking threes after an eight-minute drive, I don't think it really matters much if the guy comes back and scores in two minutes and they take seven. But if you can grind out 10, 9, 12, 13-play drives and you're getting touchdowns at the end of them and then you're giving the ball back, then that helps your defense be able to keep up with high powered offenses and it protects your team and your rhythm and that's when time of possession becomes a factor. But if you're controlling time of possession and settling for field goals while they're coming out here getting touchdowns, even if they only hold the ball a third of the time that you hold it, what is time of possession at that point?
2: I mean, it's a it's a good point. I mean, you gotta obviously you gotta be able to score, but I think that Football is, like, kind of right. It's that one sport, man, where it, it's hard to to quantify everything. You know what I mean? Like, so many different things. If you really think about it, so many different things have to go right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to just to win a game. Like, because you – it's not like, you know, the NBA. You know, we were talking about – like we were just talking about Luka right before we came on and started recording. Like, Luka can play offense and defense. Like, Luka is going to impact the game on both ends for good or bad. Like, in, in football – Um, you know, you only have like the quarterback, he's only controlling the offense. Now he can have an effect on, on his team's defense based on his weapons or how good he is, but still like, you're only affecting one side of the ball. Like you can't control what the defense does. So, I mean, there's so many other, I I see what you're asking, but like, to me, like there's so many other, other factors that go into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the way I see it is the longer you keep the other team off the field, the better chance you have. But I mean, that's more for like, I think that's more for like playoff time. Cause there's such a smaller margin of error there that you really need. Like, like what Tampa Bay did in the Super Bowl. I mean, how many times did they run that same fucking off tackle play to the right? It was the same play over and over again and Kansas city couldn't stop it. And they just controlled the entire game.
2: Well, and look at – so, like, it, it was funny. Actually, Dante and I uh, – I know he was a guest on your last podcast. We were talking about this way earlier in the season, and you're a Cowboy fan. Like, so, if I was – and I just because I know Mike McCarthy, because he was a backup <laughs> coach for so long. Like, dude, if Dak Prescott goes goes out, you know, he's out for the year. Like, bro, you still have Zeke Elliott. Mm-hmm. Like, you still have a good offensive line. Your defense sucks. Why wouldn't you want to – Run the ball, play slow, methodical football, score touchdowns, and try to keep the ball out of the other team's hands because you know your defense is a sieve and you're going to give up. You're going to give up points. You know every single play. Hell but, no. You know, so like, Aaron Murphy came out with Andy Dalton and was just like, nah, man, we're just going to keep running the same thing. We're going to keep passing so, the ball." Like, it made zero sense to me.
0: That's what I was oh. going to say. Air it out with Dalton. Hell yeah. No. So
1: <laughs> all right. So I believe our team is built around time of possession game. So I'm not completely against time of possession. I was just asking the question if it's really relevant anymore, but I do believe we play that style that time of possession is meant to grind it out. In 2016, Dak's uh, rookie year, we were really good at third down conversions. If you play a time of possession game where you want to run run the ball, run the ball, and then make third downs, you have to have a very good third down conversion rate to accomplish that. Mm -hmm. We did that year. This year, the problem is, one, I don't trust Mike McCarthy. Two, our <laughs> offensive line was not a good offensive line this year. We left, we lost both tackles. We lost Zach Martin for part of the year. We had a rookie center, and our left guard is Connor Williams, a uh, third-round draft pick out of UT, who I think is absolute dog shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I think he's the weakest link. If we come back healthy next year, I think it's the one guy that is going to be a problem and needs to find a new home. But with that being said, we'll take. Him. I don't. Believe the hype on Kellen more like a lot of outsiders do. As a person that watches ninety percent of snaps from Cowboys, Kellen shows some creativity like Sean McVay does every now and then. But he shows more of a regularity for being too predictable. He runs too many times on first down, not enough passes on the first down. He runs too, he, he too easy to predict. Just as an outside fan who knows a little bit about football, decent amount. When I see third and eleven, he's not going to drop back and try to maybe slip a slant over. He's going to try to throw that receiver screen, or he's going to throw the halfback draw, or he doesn't move the pocket that well. He doesn't predict what the defense is going to do. They don't take advantage of mismatches. They don't get one on one coverage and take a shot down there there's too many times you don't see michael gallup involved there's too many times you don't see zeke running hard and not getting the ball enough that they just they have no rhythm they have no momentum i'm sorry you'll have mccarthy and i'm sorry that we have him, and (laughs) i don't trust him at all to run this team i think next year we are eight and eight nine and seven on a really good year
0: can i say though that i would i how bad is it that I would love to have Mike McCarthy as my head coach right now? That's how bad. That's how bad it is here.
1: Well, you got the sixty-five-year-old no name.
0: Yeah, we got the passing attack coordinator for uh, Lamar Jackson from this year. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopie for yeah, us.
2: Houston's in rough shape, man. Oh. so that, that 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 is a uh, that's rough, man. So one of my favorite segments
1: on this show, Steve.
0: No, no, no. We need to talk about this real quick before before you say this shit. <laughs> our favorite game, all of our buddies for years, was called Tell Reef the Sky is Purple. Because you could tell Reef anything and you can get him fired up. We would say something about the Cowboys and he would go off for an hour and then go have a hissy fit in the corner <laughs> for <laughs> for another thirty minutes. Now he's trying to hijack it and call it trigger Steven. It ain't happening. You ain't triggering me. I'm watching soccer. I like that. Jacob Jacob has converted me.
2: First of all,
1: what are your thoughts on Mike McCarthy personally? And if you think that he could lead this Cowboys team to a win that has a lot of potential on offense. But Mike McCarthy said he sat in his fucking basement and watched football for a year and learned how to do all this new shit. I didn't see any of it. I saw a lot of bad play calls, a lot of decisions, a lot of lost games by coaching.
2: You mean and a you really mean, down when, You mean when he sat in his farmhouse in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and paid for a uh, subscription to uh, Pro Football yeah. Focus? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean dude, I thought that when he, he came in, his offense, man, is based on his wide receivers winning individual matchups. Like, he, he his offense isn't – and I kind of – obviously, I didn't watch – you know I have red zone like I'm not watching Dallas like how I watch Green Bay like I, I'll i watch them just because I got I got a, a sick little setup where I got like you know the Packer game on and then I got red zone on but so like I'm not really like paying super super attention to Dallas but I know in the bits and pieces that I saw in his offense in Green Bay it's all predicated on his wide receivers winning those one-on-one matchups like you saw when he had Aaron Rodgers in, in Mike McCarthy's heyday. You know, when we had Greg uh, Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver. Well, mm-hmm. shit, I wish we would have saw that offense this year. Randall Cobb. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was just straight up like those guys were winning their one-on-one.
1: That was and not this year. I'll tell you that right now. As a Cowboys fan, that was not the case this year. He was not playing the one-on-one matchups because we have three studs. Yeah. And this dude. You got
0: two. Well, One. One.
2: Well, you also. First of all, I think Amari Cooper is a little bit overrated. And you you had Andy Dalton, But, I mean when when Mike McCarthy struggled really bad is like he doesn't scheme his guys open the way Matt LaFleur does the way Kyle Shanahan does the way Sean McVay does like those three dudes and obviously Andy Reid as well but like those four dudes they they can scheme a motherfucker open so you they, believe
1: Matt LaFleur is a good coach
2: like how how you don't think he is. I think No, I, a, don't. I don't. I don't believe he is at I all. I think he's a great coach.
1: I think they're winning off of Aaron I think last year was all off the schedule and I think this year was Aaron Rodgers and I think he did a little bit better of a job but no, I think that's the where, reason where, they
2: got Okay, let, let me counter with you. Where was this Aaron Rodgers under Mike McCarthy? Where was this where was He won the Aaron Super Bowl Rodgers?
1: with Mike McCarthy and he was MVP. He was always considered
2: the greatest. He won the Super Bowl 10 years ago. Where yeah. where, where where was in Aaron Rodgers, Poor Matt LaFleur got there, his last three or four years, where was Aaron Rodgers?
0: Unhappy. Very, uh, very unhappy. You think
2: he's happy right now? Eh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah? Yeah, as soon he as says, they – He did. doesn't know if he's going to be there for sure. He doesn't know why he wouldn't
2: be there, but he said he didn't know if he'll be there for sure.
0: No, he already said he was.
2: Yeah, he knows he is. He's just a little – I mean, like, he's just a little upset because, you know, he he wants to stay in Green Bay for his career. He play, He didn't play very good the last couple of years. And their backup quarterback situation has sucked. Like, nobody wants to talk about how bad, you know, Brett Huntley was. No one wants to talk about how bad (laughs) he was. So, dude, they they took – I can tell you, like, they wanted to take a wide receiver. They wanted Brandon Ayuk. San Francisco traded up right in front of them to take him. All the wide receivers that they wanted were gone. So, they said, fuck it, man. We're going to take the next best player on our board, and it's Jordan Love. And I have said from the day that they drafted him, this is a Jimmy Garoppolo situation.
3: Yeah. That was Aaron awful. Rodgers,
2: Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback in Green Bay longer than Jordan Campbell.
3: Like yes,
2: I, he should be. I can guarantee it, but Aaron Rodgers his his last couple years with Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers was not as good as he is now. And Aaron Rodgers credit to him, like he totally bought in to what Matt LaFleur wanted to do and you you look at it like, dude, Robert Tunyon just had 10 touchdown passes and I watch a shit ton of Packer games. Robert Tunyon is wide open because Matt LaFleur is scheming him wide open. And this offense went to is basically this offense is a Kyle Shanahan offense, a Sean McVay offense with a Hall of Fame quarterback and the 49ers and the Rams don't have that. And that's why their offenses weren't as good. Like everyone wants to hype up um, McVay and Kyle Shanahan and and, and rightfully so. But like, look at the Rams defense last year, the number one defense in football. Look at San Francisco's defense since Kyle Shanahan has been there. Top five defense. Mm-hmm. Like they, their defenses are really good because those teams have sucked for so long. Like I'm just saying, like you know, in Green Bay, that that's never been the case because with Aaron Rodgers, like you're, you're either gonna make the playoffs or be in the playoff hunt. But like I'm just saying, like I think it's a combination of how good Matt Lafleur is and I think it's a combination of how good Aaron Rodgers is.
1: I think that's the story that'll be told over the next two or three years with Matt Lafleur and with Aaron Rodgers. If he doesn't win anything in the next two years. Uh, he
0: already went uh, to the NFC Championship, though. Like, he
1: didn't win it, though. Who cares? That's what Aaron Rock. That's expected of Aaron Rodgers. I wish I had a quarterback that that was considered an achievement for.
0: You but do. That's expected you, of Aaron Rodgers. You already had Tony Romo. That was, that was an, an, extra- an incredible and
3: achievement. And yeah,
2: never won. Never had. So, so, here's the other thing, though. And I think, you know, Stephen, you've seen me... You've seen me kind of hammer this shit home for a while. Like, yeah. you know, Tom Brady has... Uh, i think i think he's the goat. like i I think that we all know how great tom brady is i know reef you said you know top five whatever no he said not top five not top whatever you're wrong but whatever he is but (laughs) but but, like football is incredibly hard like you look at the run that brady and belichick had like that's never going to be duplicated that's why he's the
1: greatest of all time but like
2: but like before that happened like football was really really hard like, Steve Young had Jerry Rice went to one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you look at all these other teams and how good they were. Like, Drew Brees still only has one Super Bowl. Green we were just talking about the Packers. I remember right after they won the Super Bowl, like, Green Bay was predicted to be the next dynasty. They haven't been back to the Super Bowl. They've been to five NFC Championship games, 1-1. Like, it, it's fucking hard. Same with Seattle. Like, Russell Wilson, oh, my God, Seattle set up for this next dynasty. They haven't even back been back to an NFC Championship game. Like, you know, you have Matty Ice went to one. Like, it's super hard in the NFL to win. Like, we we always talk about Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers made it to one AFC championship game. And a lot of that wasn't even his fault. You look at his, how many passes his wide receivers dropped, how his defense let him down all the time. Like, it's just really, 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 really fucking hard. And New England, credit to them, credit to Brady and Belichick, they made it look really easy. So now everybody thinks, oh, man, like, if you want to be a truly great QB like you have to go to multiple Super Bowls when that's just I mean I'm sorry like that's just not true I don't understand your point though
0: That no that mm-hmm. is that that Rogers is Still great no you know just be- Without
2: a doubt he will
1: always go down as one of the top five Quarterbacks no, no, there, but well, game. Is, like,
2: You can't like it's not expected just because you have a quarterback Of that okay it's not expected but it's, it,
1: Is it logically Plausible to be expected of a quarterback Of his caliber to go to Five NC championships and at least win One after the Super Bowl
2: well, he's been to five total. He's been to four
1: after. Yeah. So, but. Win one. Just one. I'm just, I can play for two Super Bowls at this
0: point. No, 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 no. But I, like, the, to the same point, though, like, Peyton Manning went to. Uh, how many Super Bowls did he go to? Agree. Uh, in the Super Bowl he three. won,
1: he was not the best player on that team. His defense went on that game. I understand that. I know football's the hardest sport in the world, in my opinion, without a doubt. No. And uh, what Tom Brady has done, he's the GOAT, without a doubt. There's no questions behind that. Might be the best athlete of all time or no no player no, no. Of all time. <laughs>
0: definitely not the best athlete a player of all time
2: well, like, okay but le- like let me say this though like patrick mahomes might not go to another super bowl
0: ah happen. i think he goes
2: that okay a- okay now, let me let me tell let me tell you something if we would have had this conversation in 2011 and i would have said that about rogers you guys would have been like i think he goes
1: i don't know if i would said that because i never liked the roster as much i like this kansas city roster
0: yeah, but look at what uh, – I don't know. Like, that that Kansas so, City roster's got to do it three years Can in a row. Can we talk
1: Super Bowl? Can we talk Super Bowl? We're 34 minutes in. Can we talk Super Bowl? <laughs>
0: I know. I didn't expect to talk Packers at all. I apologize about that, Steve.
1: <laughs> we got Steve fired up now. 35 minutes in. We haven't even talked about what happened in the Super Bowl.
0: Rip another shot, Steve. Let's talk about this Super Bowl. All
1: right, let's rip another shot, <laughs> Here we go. All right, so Patrick Mahomes' line depleted. It was a bigger factor than I thought it was going to be. He was running for his life. But his receivers played like absolute dog shit yeah, and dropping a lot of passes. But I gained more respect for Mahomes in that loss. Also, he was brought down to earth, and I found him more human in the way that he lost. But some of those throws that were incompletions that he made, holy fucking shit. Are you kidding me? Wait. This guy is the most – Aaron Rodgers is always the most talented quarterback I've ever watched. This guy passed the bar with that. With those, just those two throws back-to-back, the one running to the sideline, Derek Jeter pass on a dime, and the one falling down, sidearm, par- parallel with the ground. Yeah. Th- those were two of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. I didn't know that was possible on a football field.
0: Yeah, good for him. It got him nine points in the
1: Super Bowl. And I think his team let him down a lot, and the offensive line was trashed. The better team won that day, no doubt about it. But he- – Patrick Mahomes did not disappoint me. Is what I will say.
0: Yeah, that Bucks defense was nasty, and that you're right. That Kansas City offensive line, which I think I brought up last week, you did. that that was—I mean, that was embarrassing. There was not one. I don't think there was one drop back where he had like more than a second to try and find a so receiver.
1: I think Tom Brady was pressured uh, four times out of like 31 drop backs, yeah. and. Patrick Mahomes was pressured, I think, 26 times on 51 dropbacks. That's or a, 41 dropbacks.
2: Didn't, didn't, didn't he run for, like, over 450 yards?
0: Yeah, yeah. They said it was, like, before he even threw, like, if you're discounting all the yards that he ran before even throwing a pass, <laughs> it was, like, yeah, it was, like, 450 yards, something well, crazy like okay, that.
2: Okay, so, like, let, let, let's talk about Kansas City's offensive line. And, th- and this is where, like, I obviously love uh, – I love Andy Reid. I love I love fat coaches. I remember when <laughs> he played for Green Bay and we have season tickets and going in, like, he'd always be in shorts. Like, I'd always get him confused with Mike Holmgren. Like, I, I love Andy Reid. But, like, one of the things is, man, you had two weeks to adjust your entire game plan. You knew you were coming into this game with a banged-up offensive line. Mm-hmm. You knew that Tampa Bay – I mean, they feast uh, on, on getting pressure – uh, they Todd Bowles, his defense are notoriously super aggressive. Like you, you knew this was coming. And to me in watching that game, like, I don't think he tried changing his scheme once.
1: I, I will go there. ahead and say that. I think that was Andy Reed's worst game coached in Kansas city. Like the things that he did and the sentences he made, it did not seem like I was watching the Andy Reed coaching. I don't know if he was scared because he knew the line he was working with or what the case was. But it did not look like an Andy Reid offense. I didn't see a bunch of the misdirection or a bunch of the eye candy in the backfield. Uh, that last drive he had it ended in the fourth quarter, but started in the third quarter. I thought he should have been in the hurry up at that point, but he was still going huddle. And it was definitely well, the he, biggest mistake for Andy Reid, in my opinion, at the Kansas City. Talk, talk,
2: talk about, you know, right before halftime when he calls the two timeouts to try mm-hmm. to get the ball out. Like, yeah. dude, like, and I even said it when we were kind of, uh, you know, live blogging the game and the, the overstated NFL group. I said, bro, you can do that against Baker Mayfield, man.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You can do that probably a little bit against Josh Allen. But you can't do that against Tom Brady. Right. He, he he ain't gonna make those mistakes, man. You like you have to like know your your competition. And it, it, it to me, it was if, more so than anything, man. It, it was just classic Andy Reid. <laughs> that, it, that, that was philadelphia eagle that was eagle right yeah it that really was, was.
0: you think he had flashbacks that's why he freaked out he hadn't played tom in the super bowl since
2: he it, it made that game was I, an think, I, think, me. I, I think, not not to get serious for a minute I, I think what happened to his son fucked him up oh
0: yeah, oh, yeah. I, I,
2: I, you, like you can't i mean dude like i said man like we're all we're all fathers here man and i like i it, I I think on on some level that had to have fucked him up. I mean, and he he's not with the up. team anymore.
1: Like, yeah, they, they
2: yeah, let he, his like, contract. Outside linebackers coach isn't with the team. Like, he 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 isn't coaching that that position group. Like, I'm just I think that had more of an impact than than people want to say it
1: to. I think that's the underrated X factor. That's a very good point. Uh, I knew about the situation. I know about the situation. I honestly didn't think that much into it as far as involving the game, but you're probably right. Cause it, ma- Andy Reed made mistakes that he hasn't made since he's been in Kansas city, as far as coaching goes and time management. And I think that's a very good point, man. I think you bring up an excellent, excellent point.
0: Yeah. I mean like that, I mean, not to get more serious, sorry, but that happened to a, a friend of mine, the same situation as a lifelong friend of mine growing up as a kid, same thing happened to him um and it you know any to this day you know this happened 10 years ago when i think about it it really i mean it sucks it'll 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 put you in in a mood for a little bit so
2: especially too man because you look at the history that that he's had i mean his son you know tragically OD'd Hmm. and i remember I can't remember the exact article, but, I mean, it's it's one of the top things that comes up on Google. But, like, the judge was even, like, dude, like, the drug house. And I'm not talking, like, uh, you know, like, hardcore drugs. But just, like, the pills that they got probably from their – not not saying that Andy Reid gave it to him, But, I mean, like, you know, when you're around all those guys, like, they were probably in the locker room just probably, like, fucking taking shit. Just the prescription drugs that they had was one of the worst this judge has ever seen. And, you know, you lose one son to heroin and then this other one – who, you know, you try to get him a job. I'm sure in Andy Reid's mind, you know, he's, he's a, I have no doubt. You, he's probably a great dad. And he's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to keep this guy. I'm going to keep a watchful eye on him. Like, we're going to bond a little bit. I'm going to give him this opportunity. And then he just fucks it up. I just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying when the game started, like, you know, I'm sure like they were all locked in, but I think, I think before the game, obviously after the game, I mean, that was, it was the first question that he answered or that he was asked was about that. And I think, I don't even know. I take that back. I don't even think he was asked about it. I just think he gave a statement about it Hmm. because the media wasn't able to meet with them. I just think that had a bigger effect on it than, than, than what has been reported.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Like you said, we're all dads and you know, we know that no matter what you're dad first, like that, that comes before anything. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's the biggest game of the year, but at the same time, like that's, that's your kid. And, you know he has already had situations before <laughs> with his other son so that only makes it even harder I'm sure but yeah I I, I think it's it, it was a combination of that and you know they had they had two guards playing either tackle position the, yeah they're guys who would be sit on they yeah and the the Tampa Bay's outside rush like their pass rush on the outside already like JPP and Shaq Barrett just nasty and you you throw in a couple of guards who don't ever play the the tackle position who are journeymen who have been cut by team after team after team i mean that's just a recipe it doesn't matter who, how good your quarterback is he doesn't have a shot if he doesn't have more than half a second to get rid of the ball
2: agreed but yeah, man, I, I i just don't understand what the kind of what the game plan was going in it, it looked it looked very odd to me. And Tampa, I mean, even um, I texted uh, my buddy uh, kind of right before the game because I was kind of riding Kansas City. I said, man, dude, if 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 um, if Tampa Bay can win this line of scrimmage, like this game could get ugly. And you see Tampa Bay, they, they, they got the ball first. I think they went three and out. Um, or they might have got a first down and then punted. But yeah, they I really went three and really out that really, first series. They didn't really do anything. And then Kansas City got the ball, and I remember texting them, my buddy, I was like, oh, never mind. Kansas City by a billion, and then you saw kind of Kansas City stall a little bit, and you're like, oh. Boy. I said, I said the same oh. thing. <laughs> so, oh boy,
0: because that's what I said. That's that was my prediction on the last show. I was like, well, I didn't think Tampa's offense had it in them to, you know, to hang with Kansas City. I thought, I didn't think their offensive line would be that bad. So I was, well, their offense is just gonna blow Tampa Bay away. But, I mean, they're they're. It, we haven't even talked about Kansas City's defense yet their defense was they were i mean they were At- mat- matadors out there Gronk was just wide open down in the middle of the field anytime he wanted just so as- i think that was
1: good play calls by Bruce Arians and good play designs uh that first one he scored you i mean- know they were rolling out right and they snuck they snuck him from the left side uh coming across the left side from the right side lining up and their 11 personnel but For me, I think Tampa Bay could have won that game a lot easier and it could have been a lot more boring if they just would have ran the ball the whole time. I didn't see any type of uh, stop from Kansas City's front seven. Like I didn't, they could never stop the run that whole game. Mm -hmm. Tampa passed a lot, but if they wanted to just run the ball down their throat, they could have the whole game there. that It was never an issue. I mean, there was a time or two they only got a yard or two most of the time they're picking up four or five I mean they could have just pounded them into the demi- into submission yeah. but they let Tom Brady throw and he was very surgical with his throws and with his reads which is what Tom Brady does but Kansas City was never really in that game and I kept waiting all right well Pat Mahomes is gonna make it happen they're about to make a comeback right here now they're down 10 now they're down 14 like it's going to happen any minute now it never did it just never came about and by well, the Beginning of the fourth quarter, it's like
2: this game is a wrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, let me, uh, let me add to that. Um, that Super Bowl was boring as fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I, I was telling, uh, I think I might have mentioned it. Like, I mean, between that Super Bowl, the, the Denver Seattle Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, and I think Baltimore, uh, the New York Giants Super Bowl, like that was just a complete defensive domination. Like it was. I mean. It, I think I'm with you, Reef. like you're kind of waiting. All right, man, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like we've seen him in the second half of games before, but it's just, it's just kind of like, dude, like they, they this, this shit's kind of over.
0: Yeah. That's what I, I, I was thinking the exact same thing because he usually does start a little bit slower in the first half. I mean, hell he did it last year and last year's Super Bowl. He was, he was pretty rough in the first half. Second half, he came out like, like his ass was on fire. He was out there throwing bullets. Um, but yeah, this year, I mean, by the, it was halfway through the third quarter. I was like, nah, they just they they didn't make any halftime adjustments as far as their offensive line. So I mean, that that's it.
1: For me, it was that and, drive at the end of the third that I was talking about earlier, when Andy or when Andy Reid, they're still playing huddle. There's no hurry-up offense, and they're down. I think the score at that point was already thirty-one nine or thirty-one six. And they're running about, the 24-6. fucking ball. And they're in the huddle. Like, they're not showing any. Like, this is the Super Bowl. It's time to go for it. You have what you believe is the best quarterback in the league. And you have speed receivers out there. And you have a tight end that is the best in the game right now. And it was just very lackadaisical. It was just, there was no urgency ever. Like, and I was just completely confused and flabbergasted what they're doing. It doesn't matter if you lose by 30 or 40. This is the Super Bowl. You at least have to go for it. I never once thought they were actually going for it. I, they all look shook. They all look scared. They all look timid. I think Patrick Mahomes did the best he could. He showed me a lot. I mean, some of those throws he made shows why he is who he is, even they, even though they were incomplete. But his receivers didn't show up. His defense didn't show up. And I don't think his coach showed up. And it was a very big setback for what I thought was going to be Patrick Mahomes.
2: Yeah, I, I mean – for me, though, like, just to kind of have some fun with this. I know you said it kind of humanized him. And I, and I love Patrick Mahomes. I love watching him play. But I'm, I'm not sure how uh, how active you guys are in the social media world. But, damn, dude, his fiance and his younger brother talk <laughs> so much shit, man. So much shit, dude. Did they? I'm yes, all, dude, yes. Man. Patrick Mahomes talks a lot of shit. Like, his wife talks a lot of shit. Like, his wife – I can't remember if it was – You might. I don't know if it was when New England beat them to go to the Super Bowl or when Kansas City won the Super Bowl, but she, she, and she was dead. There wasn't. I didn't take it as shit talking. Like I think she was dead serious. Like oh, like Patrick Mahomes is coming for your six rings, Tom. Like okay, (laughs) First First of all, I love
1: her. She is awesome. That's every man needs that in their life. Like she is awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I think she's
1: coming down to earth too. Like. I don't think she ever once thought her fiance was going to lose, but I, I don't know how much she knows about sports. So maybe she's, hey, just... you
2: know, you know, you know who else is awesome? Giselle, you know, Giselle. What she, does? she just, she just flips her hair and doesn't say shit. Oh, she
0: sure does. She says things about his concussions. Got his ass kicked out of new England.
2: Oh, well, okay. That, that's not like talking shit. I mean, that, wasn't just... even about the,
1: that was more about their mishandling. I think, Brady was probably miserable at home. Yeah, I mean, she was just like, no, she
0: look. got she got tired of living in Boston. She was like, this place sucks. We need to move to Florida, where it's hot, where it's where not. Where
2: she from? Is you she Brazilian? Or- hear that, Derek Michael? Boston sucks. You hear
0: that? Hell <laughs> yeah, yeah! Nobody wants to live in negative yeah. ten degree weather. It's hey, awful. Look, Steve,
2: we're usually we're usually bashing <laughs> in
1: Milwaukee on this show. So just because you're on here, we still bash the North.
2: <laughs> you can bash whoever you want, man, but we'll all drink all your asses. Oh. oh.
1: <laughs>
0: I need to. We need to talk about this fucking cold weather you brought down here, though. It's thirty degrees all hey, day it's today.
2: Bullshit. Yo, if it was thirty degrees right now, man, I'd be in jeans and a t-shirt right now. Do you oh. know what it is Right now here, dude. It's it's it's. The, the, here here's here's what I tell people about the cold, man. That I'm from the cold. I can do I can do ten degrees. I can do zero degrees. I can do negative ten degrees. I can do negative twenty degrees. Oh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you where it kills you. This fucking wind, dude. Yes. When that wind kicks in, dude you're done that's it's done dude that's what sucks more than anything i was working
0: outside in the cold and the wind today i was like why the fuck is it always windy whenever it's cold it made me so mad i was outside spraying people's lawns today for bugs and i was like there's no bugs out here why is this fucking guy calling me out here so like (laughs) our
1: I, i like down here like the coldest we ever experienced is usually 29 28 on monday we're supposed to get seven degrees at one point but our cold, like, I've been to Denver to snowboard and shit. And when Different. it's 28 there, that's not that bad of a 28 degrees. Nothing. 28 here is fucking freezing with our humidity Yeah. and just our bitchiness. Like, Texas don't <laughs> do cold. I mean, we live here for a fucking reason.
0: Yeah. It, we don't do this shit. There was, I mean, on, on the way to work today, there was a 13-car pileup on a bridge because it was a little icy on a bridge. Like, why are you going over a bridge? When it's 30 degrees outside and it's raining, you obviously know that it's going to ice over.
1: What well, did you see the Dallas one yesterday?
0: Yeah, that was really sad.
1: 100 car pileup. 100 car pileup. That's pile up. crazy, man. We don't we don't do cold. Like especially in East Texas where me and Steve live, we deal with a lot of humidity, a lot of heat. And when it gets cold, like our coldest is usually 29-28 degrees. For us to be seeing 7 degrees on a on a radar is absolutely insane for us and like people are taking off work like most I people will probably cancel work for that day cuz we don't we don't know how to drive in ice our tires aren't made for it we don't do chains i don't even know if we have the capability to properly salt our roads the way we should be able to so it's just a mind boggling thing for us it's like lamar jackson playing in the cold like he doesn't want to play in the cold i don't want to drive in the cold like it just is what it is
0: it's unacceptable i yeah it I, when i saw seven degrees eight degrees whatever it is on the forecast i'm ready to kill somebody i'm so mad and i see steve's post and he's like it's negative eight degrees today i'm driving down the road with the windows down who cares oh, well, dude
2: let me tell you something man when you got when you got the heat blurring and you got a little you know you got like over 10 miles to get to work man it gets hot in that car man you got to open up the window a little bit you got to get a little fresh air in there no yeah
1: that's what we think about 30 degrees not negative
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't think that about 30 i was wrapped up i was wearing four layers to work today
1: well to be fair steven's always been a little bit of bitch when it comes to the cold weather i, I can't do,
0: i can't do it there's a reason i live here you animals I mean,
1: agree i don't do the cold either but i'm not that dramatic
0: yeah you you animals up north i don't know how i, I yeah i can do hot weather yeah, all day weird. long
2: Honestly, all right. man. It's all relative, dude. We're just used to it. That's it politics. is, yes. Yeah, y'all were born related. in it. We were
1: born in this. I mean, it is what it is. So we've talked a little bit of Super Bowl. Um, I want to get into a couple of the subjects we had lined up for today. Sorry, now that we're an out and into this episode. <laughs> um, what do you think Patrick Mahomes' legacy is now, and what do you think it's trending? Like, I still think he's gonna win more than one, but with that loss, we don't know if Brady can make it back next year. And if Mahomes will ever get that repeat or that chance to go against him again. Where I mean, are we like, looking at Mahomes right now personally?
2: I think it's too early, man. I mean, he's been in the league, what, five years, four years? Like, I mean, I think it's I think it's way, way too early. I, I think mean, it's been you know,
1: three. Four, no, he's
2: sad. He yeah. Next he year will be three. his fourth.
1: Next year will be yeah. his fourth. Oh, he's out of no, year. He's out of year. Say, a year. Came That's in the middle of the sense. season for Alex Smith, and then won Super Bowl, and then lost Super Bowl. So yeah, he'll be going into his fifth year. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it, dude, he's got a lot of time left, man. I mean, I think you just kind of got to let it play out and and, and kind of see what happens. I mean, I, I doubt that he's going to be playing Tom Brady again. I mean, you look at you know his division. I mean, uh, the Chargers got a new coach. I mean, Justin Herbert looks legit. They're still a couple um,
1: years away, I would say. Not worried about and, the Chargers. I
2: mean, they said that defense is still pretty nasty. Um, Denver has to find a quarterback. Um, well, you hear that there's a, there's a certain rumor today. No, no, um, uh, no they're, they're we're not going with the Watson. To I'm not buying into that one yet. Absolutely. Wants to go?
0: No, he ain't think, going nowhere.
2: I think I think the Raiders are going to be a little bit better now that I mean Patrick maybe when Mahomes they find a quarterback. Well, Patrick Mahomes is obviously still the best uh, quarterback in that division, but you know, I, I I proposed it on Monday, or I think maybe it was Tuesday. You know what if Andy Reid decides to walk away? What if Andy Reid decides to take a not, a year off? not
1: on that note, not with that quarterback,
2: not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah but I'm just the... saying, what if what if he, what if he cites family obligations and he and he's gonna take a year off? To and Eric Banning gets that job?
1: That'd be very interesting.
2: I, it would be. I mean, nothing. Again, going back to my point that I kind of said earlier, nothing is 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 absolute in the NFL. You know, Amen. just because you've been there before doesn't mean you know you're gonna have this. This sick ass run. I just think it's too early. Like I, I, he's he is definitely you know one of if not my favorite players to watch. But I mean like nothing is is final, man. Just just because you've been there and just because you're Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean you're gonna keep going there. That's so I had
1: brought this up a little bit. I don't know if you had walked away and made a drink or what the case was. But what did you think about those two throws he made? The one scrambling where he ran about twenty yards backwards did the Derek sick, Jeter.
2: Dude. I heard what you said. They were sick, dude. <laughs> they 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 were sick, man.
1: Like, ha, ha, have we ever seen a quarterback capable of these angles? Like, and you get to watch Aaron Rodgers, who.
2: Yeah, I've seen I've seen Aaron Rodgers do shit like that.
1: The one parallel to the ground throwing it thirty yards though, you've seen that.
0: I've seen him throw it seventy yards all the way down the field and hit a tight end right in the
1: hands. That was about a forty-five yard pass, but I know what play you're talking about.
2: Well, the, 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 sickest, the sickest one was that, that Rodgers did was uh, it's uh, he wasn't falling down, but when it was against Arizona, against Bruce Arians, and, you know, Jordy Nelson was out, Devonta Adams out, Randall Cobb was out. He had Jared Aberderis and uh, – oh, <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> what his name was. But he threw – it was fourth in, in, like, 20. He threw a Hail Mary from his own end zone of the 50, and then he threw another Hail Mary to tie the game. But he was rolling out to his left and threw it. You just imagine you're, he got nailed, dude. He was about to get hit, and he just fucking flicked the wrist. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude, yeah. Uh, the dude fucking caught it. Chris Collinsworth at the time called it the greatest throw he's ever seen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's those two. Those two are are the the two greatest. You know, as far as like degree of difficulty for throws, they they're they, they, were they one and two.
1: Like, Steve Young, I think, was the first guy to be that guy. And then it's kind of Brett. And now I think Aaron and Patrick specifically have taken that to what a quarterback can do from different levels and arm slots to a whole new level that we never thought was possible.
0: Oh, Brett just threw it everywhere. He didn't give a shit whose team it was. He was throwing the
1: ball. But the sidearm throw, Brett kind of, like, invented that and, like, the angles that he could deliver the ball.
2: I am convinced, man, if that dude actually studied a playbook <laughs> and actually knew what a defense was, that dude could have been even better than what he was.
1: So as a Cowboys fan, I'm trained to hate the Packers. See, I love I Brett Favre. With,
2: okay, so like as a Packer fan, I'm trained to hate the Cowboys. You want to know why? Why? Because in the middle of the 90s, dude, Mm -hmm. every time we had to play, you guys, you guys curb-stomped us every single
1: time. That's how the Niners are for me and the Steelers are for me. I hate them all. In Yarn and my division, I was just – I didn't choose to be a Cowboys fan. I was literally raised to be a Cowboys fan, which kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. It was fun for my dad back then. I was born in 92 during the heyday of the Cowboys, three Super Bowls. So he – probably enjoyed it like hey we're gonna get to watch all this good football you're so lucky <laughs> little did he know <laughs> that <Buck> Reeve, <laughs> this is d- what you're gonna live with for your whole life that
0: jerry jones was gonna get drunk at the christmas party and fire jimmy johnson right after he won the super bowl that's what he and didn't count on mike
1: mccarthy and stick behind him after mike mccarthy showed zero coaching abilities last year
0: well he also stuck with jason garrett for how many years i think eight yeah yeah yeah
1: after I- we hired wade phillips and then we had uh What's old Bill Parcells? Like, Oh, well. it's a bad run guys. It's a bad run boys. Be lucky, Steve, that you're at least in the motherfucking NFC championships. As much shit as I talk, I guarantee it's probably pretty nice to at least be in the playoffs every year and not have much of a worry about that part, at least to where I'm watching a lot of 80 and eight seasons. And if my team loses, I can't watch ESPN for a week because yeah. we get bashed. <laughs> that, we get bashed hard.
2: <laughs> That's what, and that's what I, you know, Steven and I were talking about, or, you know, kind of on on social media, and that's my whole thing. Like, as much as it sucks, like, dude, my, they're, they're still getting to the NFC Championship game, or they're still, you know, winning playoff games, and granted, they lose in the most heartbreaking fashion, but, you know, like, they're still there. And you can never, that's why I keep going back to, like, football's hard. Like, it's really, really hard. You know, you look at, just look at your team, Dallas, man. Like, they have, they have Dak Prescott, they have all these weapons, they had Zeke Elliott. I'm talking not this year, but, you know, years prior, they had a sick-ass offensive line, and you're thinking, all right, man, like, Dallas is going to be, they're going to be that, that team, you know, they're going to get through, and, you know, injuries decimated the offensive line. That's not going to be as good. The defense sucks. You know, what's going on with Dak Prescott? You know, there was a report that came out today that... You know, Dak might turn down any sort of deal and just enter free agency. Like it's what I'm doing is it can flip like a like a switch, man, and that's that's all it takes. And then, I agree. And, and then Reef
0: gets you know. stuck with my boy Mitch Trubisky, and nothing would make me happier.
1: So that would never happen. First <laughs> yes, off. yes, it will. Second of all, nope, it wouldn't because we can put the franchise tag on Dak, and if Dak doesn't want to sign it, he's still a Cowboy for a year. We don't let him go. Let's trade him. So no matter what, Dak isn't going anywhere this year. No matter what, he'll be franchise tagged. If He's I were at the right move, absolutely not, it it would absolutely be horrible, and that would spell his end to being a cowboy if they made that move. But hey, you also boy, can't pay him the way he wants to be guys, paid.
2: Hey, can you, guys, can you guys keep talking? I gotta go flip my daughter back over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. those problems. So, um, what are your thoughts on Matt Lafleur, Steve? <laughs>
0: I don't give two shits about Matt Lafleur. I just— but do you
1: think he's a good coach, or do you think he's an average coach right now?
0: So I mean, I think he's an improvement over McCarthy. Certainly,
1: yes, I don't think that's saying much right now. As a person that has McCarthy as a coach of their team, I don't think that's much of a saying. I,
0: I mean, as we've discussed before, so many times on this podcast, like I, I, I see any coach, and I'm like, okay, he's obviously great because I'm so used to watching. Bill O'Brien and Gary Pubiak and the, just the carousel of, of awful coaches and, you know, decision makers that we've had. So, I mean, I guess LaFleur, LaFleur looks good as far as I'm concerned, but.
1: How much is head coaching coaching or the staff they're able to develop? Cause every coach we know they have a great coordinator, whether it be offensive or defensive, they lean heavy one way. Like the,
2: Oh, hey man, my my thoughts on Matt Lafleur is he's a great fucking coach, bro. <laughs> oh, Steve, are you back, sir? <laughs> Sorry to
1: disturb you, man.
0: See, uh, so I was gonna say y- y'all were talking about how you hated, were raised to hate each other's teams. I never cared about the Packers; they're they're just they're just another team to me. My first team, since I never had a team growing up, was just whoever was playing the Cowboys that week. The Texas
1: tech, the tech Red Raiders
0: when yeah but i mean i'm talking pro sports um my you know my first team i ever watched was whoever was playing the cowboys so i've always enjoyed i've had a pretty good football life i've been able to enjoy a lot of success because the cowboys have been so awful for years amen i just wanted to th- <laughs> i just wanted to throw that in there
1: Hey, if I have a heart attack at the age of thirty three, just know it's because I'm a Cowboys fan. Some people will blame it on my diet, some people will blame it on the beer, but just know it's because I'm a Cowboys fan.
0: You could also blame it on uh having to watch Luca wine for however nah, long. I'll never complain
1: that. I love it. They won tonight. He put up forty three, uh forty three, eight and twelve. So I'm good with Luca. How
0: about when he, how about when he goes to the Clippers? Are you still gonna love him then?
1: I don't think he'll leave anytime soon. <laughs> but he ain't going to the Clippers, good lord.
2: No, man, come on, Steve. He ain't ever going to leave, but you know, Dallas isn't going to be able to sign anybody because no one wants to sign with the Mavericks.
1: <laughs> okay, a... people are going to want to go play in Milwaukee.
2: <laughs> you want to no, go no
1: play with the state Sox and it's cold as shit, and Giannis did, can't win did, in the, did, in the did, playoffs. Did, that's whoa, where we're going to go. Whoa, okay, whoa, that's fun.
2: Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. let me tell you something. Milwaukee, we say Bucks and Six. Dude, we're, we're, we're born losers, being a Milwaukee. Amen.
1: You're born losers, we're, we're, and Giannis is okay with that. a
2: big but big bad Dallas, big bad Mark Cuban, man. You guys can't sign anybody. So, we haven't tried since Dirk won this, the title. At least we've won one.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We've Been won one. two. So, have
1: Milwaukee we've won one? Yeah, yeah. When? 30 years I ago. 40 Kareem, dude. Oh, Kareem good lord. That's a long time ago. The Rockets have won since then. That's... I got time to focus on that shit?
0: Twice. <laughs> so, speaking of mark Plutch cuban. City.
1: They won clutch city they won twice so, with Jordan out of the league.
0: So, speak no yeah. So, speaking of Cuban, I know one of the things we wanted to talk about um was the national anthem at sporting events and that's I mean that's a big thing for Cuban. He was the first one to really come out and say we're not playing the anthem at sporting events anymore.
1: That's not true though. He didn't come out and say that.
0: He did. He said he we're not playing it no, anymore. Anyway.
1: No, no, that's not what happened. So they hadn't been playing it since the preseasons and they finally just started letting fans back in the arena and that's when it was first noticed. And Cuban came out and said, we did not make a decision on this that we're not playing the anthem. We're having discussions about it. But he never once just said, we're not playing the national anthem. He said, we're having ongoing talks about it and we're going to take this out of the equation and just not play it for now. And it wasn't a thing until we had fans back in the stadium and somebody had pointed out that we're not playing it
0: this is the wrong state to try and do that that's that's my thoughts on it
1: i disagree i think national anthems the way we play them in sports is very propaganda like i think it's over the top i don't think we need it for every sporting event i think it should be played for the big ones championships all-star games stuff like that but every single game i think it's unnecessary and i think a lot of people didn't notice and didn't care when it was happening and now that it was brought up everybody's like oh i got a huge problem with this but if nothing was ever said i
2: don't think it would have been an issue
0: shit we should have had jacob on this episode he would have loved that
2: i mean i i honestly just don't see what the big deal is amen i, I, really, I really don't like i actually i actually i mean i love to uh kind of bash him a little bit but i thought I thought Derek Michael probably kind of said it best mm-hmm. when when he was just straight up like, you know, like if, if they play it and you want to kneel, great. If you want to, you know, peacefully protest it, great. You know, do whatever. Like I remember um, going to you know football games before pre nine eleven, dude, and they would do the national anthem and then the players would come out. Mm-hmm. Players were never up. Players were never on the field. Um, prior to, to nine 11 and then nine 11 happened. And then that's kind of when it got, you know, super duper propagandish. but I mean, I like it. I'm a traditionalist. Like I, I like it, like it gets, it gets me jacked up, you know, when, when, when I go to a game and and, and hear it, but like, I, I don't really, I don't really care either way. Like, Like, it just seems, it just seems weird to me. Like, uh, you know, why all of a sudden this is an issue because I, I people want it to be yeah well you know one of the things is geez my daughter just loves to flip on her stomach <laughs> and, um, just Sitting here on, my, my other daughter's passed out and she's just sitting here like doing like downward dog and doing doing like planks and stuff as and a newborn
1: father i can say i stare at the baby monitor all night when i'm sleeping in a paranoia that she's just gonna roll over and it scared like
2: I don't have it's paranoia. not I mean, fun. I don't have paranoia, but I'm just like, what are you doing? Let me. It's like six months, and before. it I- drives
1: me crazy now that she can just roll over, and it's just like, huh, huh, don't do it. And she likes to play with it? the blanket I- and pull over her face. It stresses me out.
2: I hear you. I got, I'm gonna go up there real quick. I got. I got a thought on that though. Just, just, just hold
1: that thought. <laughs> All
0: right. So, so I. For- so, well, for me, I like. I to me, it's basically the same thing as like the seventh inning stretch at a baseball game. Like, if they didn't play it, I probably wouldn't even notice like you were saying like they'd be like oh okay well we're just getting into the game i wouldn't even care um if they didn't play the stars at night at the astros game i wouldn't care i'm like yeah i I'm enjoy
1: t- that though because it's a break in the game it's not interrupting the game it's just a break and if you're in the stadium like if you're at home watching it it doesn't affect you right like, well if, if i'm at home about to watch a football game or a basketball game. And the Star Spangled Banner comes on. Are you standing? That's when I know to go grab my last cigarette, come back. The game's going to start in five minutes. Are you going to just?
0: But if you're if you're at home watching it, are you going to stand up and salute or put your hand over your chest? No. If I'm at
1: a bar watching it, I'm still sitting down just to watch all the assholes around me stand up.
0: (laughs) That's my favorite thing is seeing the old men stand up and put their hand on. Never started
1: (laughs) until the Colin Kaepernick thing. If you were at a bar watching a game when it was starting, the anthem was on. We were all talking, having drinks still.
0: No, that's not true. Oh,
1: every, For me, for my personal experiences, that's what's true. And then after the Kaepernick thing, when the anthem would come on, people, everybody would stand up like it was a big ordeal.
0: It always happened after 9-11. Like and Steve I say loved
1: it. sitting down. I, personally, oh, yeah. I'm a personal troll. I love sitting down during the anthem oh, and getting the stairs and the you dirty you look. love, looks. <laughs> taking my shots.
0: Oh and, my god. I mean, we used to throw things at the kids who would sit down during the national anthem in school or the, you know, when we do it in the morning before school, the, the I one, mean, the one person would sit down and be like, look at this fucking dork, throw things at him, throw spitballs at him, whatnot.
1: Propaganda is a hell of a thing, but I, I just love to be that guy. Now I, I like, I know you to do. annoy people. I know you do. Cause it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious how much people care about something that's irrelevant. To well, everybody's the, life, the
2: thing, the thing that I wanted to say though, like before uh, we got rudely interrupted, there, I apologize. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you
1: gonna keep that kid under control, or
2: uh, yeah. I don't, well, the other one, the other one's just sleeping and the other one's moving around. Um, the, the thing though that like I don't understand with the whole national anthem thing is Marshawn Lynch has never once stood for the national anthem, Marshawn Lynch. And he got drunk in Buffalo, got a DUI, in <laughs> and hit a lake. And Marshawn Lynch is like this hero. Yeah. All Colin Kaepernick did was try to protest police brutality. Originally, he sat, and then he talked to a Green Beret, who said, "You should probably take a knee. Like that'll be a lot better." That's all he did. Mm-hmm. And then you had this president of our or this ex-president of ours made a big deal of it. Everybody got wind of it and they were just everyone was just pissed off about it and colin kaepernick all he did was take a knee he didn't he didn't say anything and and this isn't like uh, I hate, uh, nothing against marshawn lynch but marshawn lynch has never done that why no one questions marshawn lynch so number one because they're probably scared shitless of him. and two, because like marshawn lynch is, is, is a little bit more personable than 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 colin kaepernick in a weird way he is funnier so, but like it's just it, I don't. Know. People are just stupid, and people are just weird. So I have all right. So two points about that.
1: One, um, like you said, Marshawn. I think Marshawn just didn't give a fuck. Like he just was there to play football. He didn't care about the media, the money, anything like that. He Obviously, he, he was making out. his money.
0: What did he say during the interview? I'm just here to fulfill I'm my obligation. So I don't get fined. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, he was. I a love genius it. Like that. I and love it everybody flipping out about Colin Kaepernick was one thing and I always thought it was over the top of the board but the thing that drives me crazy is that Colin Kaepernick made that whole stand on his knee and everything which never bothered me never offended me I honestly don't care I think that's rightful peaceful protest and I think that's what America stands for but the fact that he came back and teamed up with Nike to make all those ads campaigns when we know Nike
0: mm, th- is get-
1: directly linked to child labor outsourcing it's kind of hilarious i mean it's a kind of a paradox it's, it's a quagmire it's it's funny the fact that you're making this stand for freedom and to express your rights for belief and that you team up with nike who we know literally uses outsourcing and child productivity in their factories but oh, we're getting into the lebron issue now
0: that's what makes that's what it makes me, that's uh, it makes LeBron. me think that's LeBron's what i never me...
1: made this stand lebron talks a lot but he Colin actually made a stand. He gave up his career to make this stand. Do we would he have ever had a really good career? We don't know. No, I don't think so. He was never a great quarterback. He had a good team around him. He might have been able to lead him to a Super Bowl, but he gave it up for his issue. LeBron is just LeBron. LeBron talks out and he speaks on what he thinks people want to hear. I don't think I've ever heard like something genuine or his own opinion on something. I like think that? he had.
2: That's like I, I agree with you, man. And I, I I don't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to say this before I'm looking at my one daughter right now. She's not the other ones. So don't have twins, dude. It's, just, it's just crazy. I told my so,
0: wife we're leaving one at the fire station if it happens.
2: Like with uh, with like with Colin Kaepernick, though, I think you bring up a good point. And I'm not saying he did this intentionally. Like I I don't I truly truly don't think he did. I, I don't want this what I'm about to say to get confused. But like if Donald Trump doesn't say anything, like, is Colin Kaepernick going to get this big contract with Nike? Is Colin Kaepernick who he is right now? Probably not.
1: Mm-hmm. But didn't you he start I mean? his kneeling during Obama's term, like 2015? Or was it 2016 no, when he started, he started the he, kneeling?
2: He started it the year Chip Kelly, or, well, that Chip Kelly year, he started it when Donald Trump was first in office. That's when he started it. be
1: brother, these, these last five years, they all kind of blend together. Mm-hmm. And that just shows you what politics are in america like there's not a much big difference between any of them and i can't really separate all of them so if he if it was i remember when he first did start kneeling i thought it was during like the end of barack's turn but if it was during donald trump's i remember donald came out and made his comments about football and kneeling and how he was completely against it and all that which kind of i don't understand why we're so divided about this like what is the harm in kneeling for a cause like why does that upset people so much like why does it upset for your flag to be why is that stomping on the flag why is that taking a shit on america i don't understand that view i don't
2: I, I agree with you man i i don't get it i i truly 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 don't get it it, it, it does not make a lot of sense because that's what we
1: stand for right is freedom freedom of speech like freedom to have your own belief, freedom of opinion. Like, why is his so wrong? He didn't hurt anybody. He took a knee.
2: I do. I'm with you, man. I I don't, (laughs) I don't understand it. And I don't understand why people get so upset about it. Like it really bothers them. And then there's part of me that's like, does it really, how does this affect you? How does him doing this affect you?
0: Yeah. So flabbergasting. So, We'll move on a little bit. We speak, we're going to move on to more quarterback talk because we're going to talk about, um, I, I know none of us have really brushed up so much yet on it because it's only February and we don't know that much yet, but we're going to talk about the the quarterbacks projected to be taken in the mock draft so far. I know- All right.
1: Thank you, brother, for getting us back on track. Uh, I have that <laughs> pulled up, actually, what he's talking about. We're talking about McShay's um, mock draft so number one he has Jacksonville taking Trevor Lawrence which obviously that's a foregone conclusion unless they trade for Deshaun Watson as crazy as Kyle McNair is I don't think that will ever happen he went not trade him inside the division so Jacksonville gets Trevor Lawrence
0: Jacksonville's at not number, doing that either
1: at number two we have I'm just going to run these four picks off and okay. then we'll talk Okay. Uh, at number two we got the New York Jets taking Zach Wilson the quarterback out of BYU who I think threw for 33 and 3 or 23 and 3 bunch of touchdowns a lot of inter- uh very little interceptions and then he has Carolina trading with Miami at number three and they take Trey Lance the quarterback out of North Dakota State Whew. which is Carson Wentz's um uh alma mater alma mater
2: alma mater <laughs> we'll get there. Hey, bro it's the at-
1: scotch takes effect every now and then
2: this, this is Chill drunk that's what
1: <laughs> <laughs> Al- Al-Mata. have Al-Mata. you seen the name of this
2: Al-Mata. podcast Al-Mata. all
1: right so Al-Mata. now we got three quarterbacks taken in a row so far we got carolina taking trey lance we got new york taking zach wilson and jacksonville taking trevor lawrence and that number four they have justin fields going there so in so wh- mcshay's
0: who? to who?
1: Uh, atlanta falcons
0: oh, okay
1: at, uh, atlanta so the top four picks mcshay has going are quarterbacks we got trevor lawrence to jacksonville We got uh, Zach Wilson to the Jets. We got Trey Lance to Carolina. And we got Justin Fields to Atlanta.
0: Okay. Well, first off, I just want to say that's not happening. (laughs) 100%
1: (laughs) agree with you first off. Uh,
0: um, No. No, In no no world, there's going to be a weird pick first off. There's going to be a Daniel Jones type pick. But it's not going to be – it's not going to be – What's his name, Zach Zach Wilson, going to – first off, they're not picking a quarterback.
3: The Jets?
0: Yeah, they're going to – I think they're going to try and trade. Trade – you know, if not trade back, trade for a quarterback. They're not going to pick any of those other three guys. Do you think they're going to ride
1: with uh, Darnold? No. They can't trade back much further and get a good one.
0: Yeah, they can. There's eight good quarterbacks in this first round alone. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Eight? There's a lot. I got 3 and then you got Justin Fields in there. Okay. And after that, who do you have after Justin Fields?
0: I I mean, I have I have uh Zach Wilson before Justin Fields and then Justin Fields. As they do. No. But like
1: I'm saying you said there's eight quarterbacks coming out. Where where do you get eight?
0: It was an exaggeration. Like I said, I haven't <laughs> looked into it. <laughs> I, I've been yeah. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a lot of good quarterbacks, and there's a lot of good free agent quarterbacks, too.
1: We'll get into the the free agent carousel a little bit later, but Sabatini, what do you think about four quarterbacks going off the board in a row simultaneously?
2: I don't know, man. I I mean, I I think Justin Fields has the potential to be pretty good, but, you know, Ohio State's track record with quarterbacks isn't very good.
1: Not very good Um, at all.
2: To me, I think it all depends what the Jets do. Uh, Do they – are they going to keep Sam Darnold? Are they going to trade him? You know, kind of for the record, I, I love um, Robert Sala. I thought that was a great hire by the Jets. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to really kind of be the adult in the room and, and turn that franchise around. I agree. Um, I, I think the Jets are going to be the first domino that falls. You know, so what, we what all absolutely agree
1: be? that Jacksonville takes Trevor Lawrence, Correct.
2: I mean, just because I hate Urban Meyer, I hope they take Justin Fields. I was going <laughs> mean, I uh, to say, cool. how funny that's would cute. that
0: be? How funny that's would that be happening. if they took Justin Fields, number one, that's just because of Urban?
1: So Trevor Lawrence had his pro day today, and Urban Meyer is basically humping Trevor Lawrence on every throw he threw, just right there in his face, about six feet away from him, watching every throw he threw. Trevor Lawrence is the first pick. So now we're talking Jets. Do y'all think Jets go quarterback first? I know Steve said he doesn't know if they do. Maybe they trade out of it. What are your thoughts about that?
2: I don't. I don't know. I, I think it all depends on what they do with Sam Darnold. If I if I can only if I were the Jets, I would keep Sam Darnold and Ooh. kind of see what we have. Well, I mean, it's a tough one. I understand the people that want to trade. Uh, sam Darnold, i definitely understand it i definitely don't oppose it but the jets haven't had any weapons um they they got a ton of draft capital Uh, i don't think they're going to make a play for deshaun watson Mm -mm. i i don't know what kind of the i know joe douglas is really well regarded um from from philly i think it all depends i i think they're going to stick with sam Darnold. that's what my gut says
1: have you do, you, do you watch a lot of, uh? this is the first time that me and Steve actually met, so we don't know too much about each other.
2: Do you watch a lot of college football, Steve? Me, Steve, or the other Steven? You, Steve? You, Steve. If I call I'm you just, Steve,
1: I'm just, I know I'm S- Steven goes by Steve all the time, but I always refer, I'll refer to him as Steven. Just, no,
0: you call me Steve. Too long. <laughs> you call me
1: Steve. All right. Well, Sabatini.
2: <laughs> yeah. Have you,
1: do. do you watch a lot of college football?
2: Yeah, I do. I do you
1: know I about do. this Zach Wilson kid?
2: Yeah, I mean he he looks I mean he definitely looks the part. He he looks like he can ball a little bit. Um I mean I, I So can
1: I run off his stats for 2020?
2: What's up? His stats for 2020? I don't have it up. I'm sure it sounds like you have it up though.
1: Yeah, I got you right here. Uh 247 from 336 for a 73% completion rate. 3692 yards. 33 touchdowns, 3 picks.
0: Pretty damn good,
1: pretty
2: good. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see if he can, if he can, if he can read a defense, and if that's going to be able to translate to the to the NFL. I mean, this year was tough to watch college college football with COVID and all the other stuff. But the, the, what 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 I saw from him, like he definitely looks the part. But do we think? But I, I thought I thought I thought I thought Justin Fields actually got worse as a season you, I
1: okay? Uh the Justin Fields one. We're gonna get that in a second. Um (laughs) but you said you see the Jets holding on to Sam Donald. Have they not seen enough of that? And if they haven't it's because he's been injured and off the field not because they haven't given the opportunities He's
0: seen well, enough go so they need to well, they need to they, let him go
2: I think they also had one of the worst head coaches that you can have mm-hmm. be his head coach mm-hmm. But a good offensive coordinator at least
0: Doesn't matter the head coach is the one who is yeah. ultimately at the end of the day in charge I wouldn't
2: I wouldn't trust Adam Gase, you know, babysitting my kids uh, <laughs> like that dude I agree it, it looks like a fucking psychopath like I I just I just don't trust that dude but, like my point is
1: Bill O'Brien was a bad coach, but Deshaun still shined. So Sam Darnold had a bad coach, but he I, was still trash. I,
2: I, I disagree with that. I thought Bill O'Brien was a good head coach. I, oh. thought, he was, oh. I thought he was a terrible head coach. Headphones about to come off.
0: All right, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have hey, a talk room. Hold 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 I'm
2: not saying Bill O'Brien was great. I'm just saying like he was – he was, compared to other head coaches, he was a solid head coach. I'm not saying he's top five. I'm not even saying that he's top ten. I'm just saying, like, he he was a worse GM than he was a head coach.
1: You're just saying he's better than Adam Gase.
2: Steve, let me— He's th- better than Adam Gase. Steve,
1: a lot, Adam Gase.
0: have you seen Moneyball? <laughs> Are you familiar bro, Are you familiar bro. with the scene where he's describing the teams, where he says, this bro, is— Steven,
2: <laughs> Steven. Look at look at Ryan Tannehill. Look at Ryan Tannehill. Oh, I have. Yeah. How was he with Adam Gase? Awful. And how is he now? He's okay. Well, he's I'm, okay. Okay. He's so – he's so, he's much better. He's a much better quarterback than he was with uh, Adam So you're Gase. saying to me that
1: Sam Darnold can beat Ryan Tannehill right now. <laughs> if I'm the Jets, if I can get a better quarterback, I'm taking the better quarterback. I'm not trusting Sam Darnold.
0: But I, I can see where he's – I can see what he's saying, though. Like there are other issues I'm to not, resolve. I'm not saying that I but just
2: – I'm not saying that I disagree with you. I'm just saying if I, if, if from the Jets' point of view, like they, I, I think that they're going to keep him.
0: He had a lot of promise coming out of
1: college, so who knows? So
2: did Matt Lineart. So did what? What was his lot Wayne of promise? Haskins, a six, a so did three, all a these guys. White dude with flowing blonde locks.
1: Absolutely. Well, he's he a- was very. He <laughs> was what? This is what drives me crazy from scouters. The pro, he's a prototypical quarterback uh in the nfl that ran a pro style offense i think that is a wash statement and i don't care for that at all i think quarterbacks should be judged for quarterbacks and i think when everybody i think the game is changing and scouters uh stop okay first off say scouts scouts <laughs> scouters the scouters <laughs> the scouters are out here ravaging the bottom of the barrel no so i think scouts have an old school opinion still of like 2000 2010 quarterbacks. I think the quarterback position has changed completely, and I think they're missing a lot more on these guys that are prototypical, air quotes, quarterbacks.
0: Just like, think, just like Moneyball, all full circle.
1: Agreed. <laughs> but I think it's time to let go of Sam Darnold. I mean, maybe Sam Darnold can flourish. We'll send him to Chicago for Steve. I bet Steve loves that trade.
2: Oh, dude, I'd love to. The Bears, and they can do anything, man. It doesn't matter. They're the Chicago
1: Bears, dude. I ain't worried about that. But so we're kind of torn on that one. But I'm going to move on to the third one because there's actually a question I want to get to to Steve. Can I I ask after this? But can we? uh, Can I
0: ask a question real quick? But as far as the Jets, which hire do you like better? Do you like um do you like Robert Sala more or Dan Campbell more in Detroit?
1: Robert Sala. Robert Sala, Robert Sala, Dan Campbell seems like a that guy that barks a lot, but doesn't have the bite or the know how to. I put
2: think the bite together. Though. I think Dan Campbell's going to be good though. He's I, got like I like them both. Thing. I like them
1: both, but Robert Solo.
0: I really like I really like this Detroit team so far. I can't believe. We'll see. I'm sure they'll disappoint, but I don't... all right.
1: So they got this Carolina. They got Carolina making a trade with Miami, which I think is just kind of ridiculous. Whatever. They have Carolina taking Trey Lance. How do we? I, I don't know how much of the D two schools y'all watch. No, I know I don't watch a lot. Zero. But I have seen a couple highlights of this Trey Lance kid. He does look pretty good and pretty efficient. But they have Carolina taking this Trey Lance kid. Any thoughts on that? I don't, I don't really know enough to have a opinion on it. But any thoughts from y'all?
0: No, I have zero
2: thoughts on Trey Lance. Zero thoughts on Trey Lance. <laughs> I'll <laughs>
0: do another job with you guys though. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it.
2: I'm on, I'm on about my ninth or tenth here.
0: Clinks
1: on the microphone. There we go.
2: I'm still drinking this um,
1: gasoline scotch. You're drinking your All Twisted right Oh,
2: we know who the pussy of the group is. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. Just saying, bro,
1: for the record, this scotch has not tasted any better from the time I started it to the time it's about to be finished. It still tastes like crap. To the dome, the Reef. Maybe we, messed up. Maybe
2: we move on to something else, man. I'm just saying, you know.
0: To the dome, Reef. Down the hatch.
1: Oh, I
2: finished and a that.
0: Dome reef. You know, yeah, people
2: you. people do two fingers. That was like a five finger
1: Scotch glass, and I just finished it. And I've been drinking my twisted tea.
0: Oh, we're gonna have Stay a re- on that. We're gonna have a repeat of last week's episode too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. An hour thirty into this fucking episode. Okay, all right, guys. So the one pick I do like, and actually is a fun topic, is they have Justin Fields going to the Falcons.
0: I don't. I, I guess. I mean,
1: Justin Fields is a very <laughs> He kind of reminds me of Kyler. Mm. He's a weird prospect for me because as um, Sabatini pointed out, he had a very bad middle of the year against Illinois. Not (laughs) Illinois.
0: That's three now.
1: Against Indiana, he had a bad game. He had a bad game uh, against Northwestern but he had a great game in the semis and he had a great junior year uh, or maybe he's a junior right now. I don't even know what year he's in. He had a great year last year and he had two rough games this year and they had a great game and they had a decent game against, uh, oh, who they beat Clemson. He had a great game against Clemson and then they played Alabama and he got wrecked. So what do we think of Justin Fields? I
0: I have the same thing as Trey Lance. Like I don't know,
1: I, I don't know until he dude gets to a Dude has a team. cannon. He has a cannon. Like there's no doubt about that. The dude can throw. My concern is, is he too small?
2: My concern is he goes. He went to Ohio State.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's fair. What, what? What's the last good Ohio State quarterback we had that was a, that translated to the pros?
0: Well, Terrell Pryor was a pretty good receiver.
1: Amen to that. But. <laughs>
0: Other than that, I don't know.
1: I, I mean know. it hasn't happened yet. We had uh what 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 was the Braxton. Braxton went to receiver. He sure was. He was a great Texan's already off of the team that drafted him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna here, do here are, the, here are the last couple. Uh you had Craig Krenzel, Troy Smith, Terrell Pryor, Braxton Miller, JT Barrett, Carl so Jones, Dwayne Haskins. Troy Haskin.
1: Smith receiver, Tyrell Pryor receiver, Braxton Smith receiver. I don't know the other ones.
2: JT Barrett. JT I, Barrett was he got hurt, and then Cardell Jones came in. in the JT was Champions the one run.
1: quarterback that they had that I thought was pro style ready. Oh, and he didn't do shit. He was the knee brace quarterback that they had, and uh, yeah, I I'm, thought he was a very talented pocket passer. And he hasn't done shit. Like he's not. I don't even know if he plays in the NFL anymore. I don't know. They
0: all eventually get switched to receiver. So whoever he's playing receiver for now.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, Justin Fields is the biggest question mark for me. He could be a complete bust, or he could be up there with Trevor Lawrence. I don't – honestly, I don't know. He reminds me of Kyler a lot. He reminds me of Kyler a lot.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I guess so. But I think Kyler was more
1: talented just out of the gate. <laughs> I mean, Justin Fields was the number one quarterback, I think, coming out of Georgia during his class. I mean, dude uh, – I think he was top, uh, maybe number one in the ESPN 300. Like, he was a – I
0: know. I watched a, him on he's a Netflix. Fucking stud. I watched him on Netflix. I saw how good he was.
1: I didn't, I didn't know he was on Netflix, to be honest with you. I just watched his game. I think he's a very good quarterback. I don't – I don't trust him not to get hurt. Like, I saw his slides, which scares me. If a quarterback can't slide in the open field, that always scares me, personally. And then I've seen how many times he got hit and how many times he's been hurt.
0: Yeah, he's going to get his block knocked off by the Bucks or the Saints if Kyler's he goes into it. division. Kyler's very good
1: about like seeing that hit coming and then sliding and just taking a blow or taking a glance, not taking a shot. He's very good at that. And I don't think Justin is as good as that. But I think his arm is just as good as Kyler's. So it's a very weird. And Kyler's faster, no doubt about that. Kyler's definitely faster. But it's a very weird dynamic and to trust Trey Lance, to trust the D2 quarterback to be the guy and they're taking him third before Justin Fields. Carson Wentz came in and lit up the league and we all thought he was hot shit and that he was something. And now we're all questioning his abilities. Yeah. And then a BYU quarterback, I just don't... I I, I think it's going to be very hard for teams. Besides Trevor Lawrence, after that, I think teams are going to have a hard time and I think we're going to see... What about Two that? quarterbacks thrive. I think we're going to see two quarterbacks fail. What about? I don't know which two.
0: What about that Wisconsin quarterback this year? He was pretty good.
1: before he if got... you play for Wisconsin, I don't want you as my quarterback. Okay, bro. If you're <laughs>
2: going to talk about Graham Mertz, number one, stop it. He's going to win the Heisman next year. Just... Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Stop I'm going to go ahead him. and mute
1: this. I'm going to take a piss. I'm about to leave. Uh, <laughs> this guy thinks that Wisconsin quarterback is going to win the Heisman. I'm down. I'm out.
0: You know who was the Wisconsin quarterback at one point? Who? Mr. Russell Wilson.
1: Uh, what was the dude's thing? Yeah, hey, hold on. What was the? Uh, I can't remember if it's was con- oh, no, you know, I'm, you know, I'm thinking Wilson. Nebraska. You know Sorry, I'm thinking of Nebraska. I can't even remember a Wisconsin. You know, you know who? Uh, you
2: know who Russell Wilson's teammate was on that team when they lost to TCU? Actually, um, the the newly uh, DJ, No, the new the newly minted Green Bay Packer dude, JJ Watt. Oh. Uh, oh, Wisconsin huh. has great players, just not quarterbacks. We know. <laughs> <laughs> actually actually we have great backup
1: quarterback <laughs> oh my lord um, all right guys um i say we're, we're an
0: hour and a half in let's get into a little basketball talk we got we got hold the on, basketball on, godfather with us
1: hold on just one second one second uh in this mock draft they got the eagles taking jamar chase which was the lsu receiver last year that set the world on fire And (laughs) sat out this year, and they got Devontae Smith. If you're a team, do you take the guy that sat out a year but had a great junior year or sophomore year, whatever year it was for him, or do you take the guy that just won the Heisman at receiver for the first time since, what, Desmond Howard? I don't even know the last time a receiver won the Heisman.
0: It's been a down year, so it it was really a crap shoot. But what he
1: did was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And quarterbacks did not have bad years this year.
0: Uh, I mean, I would – I didn't watch Jamar Chase, but I know he benefited a lot from uh, Broadway Joe. So,
1: I don't know. I, I would you take – think Devontae benefited a lot from uh, Mac Jones?
0: No, not Mac Jones. I'm not scared of Mac Jones.
1: You sleep on him. I, first of all, I don't think he's going to be like a pro quarterback, but you sleep on him as a college quarterback, and that's a totally you know different what, level. You
2: know where Mac Jones is getting drafted to? You know New England's going to draft
0: him. Oh, God, no. I hope so. no, no. no, no,
1: no, no, no. I don't see that happening.
0: I, well, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're pretty low in the draft still, aren't they? I don't don't know where they're at. They're not, I mean, they're not that high in the draft. I think they're mid. Yeah. They almost made the playoffs at one point.
1: All right. So with all of this, we're going to skip over my last football question because
0: we've had too much quarterback talk.
1: Yeah. We have. And my last question was about quarterbacks. And first of all, all right. I'm no. sorry. I, I am going to ask this question, Steve.
0: Which one? Uh, Which Sabatini. One? Okay.
2: No, bro. Yeah, you're – if,
1: if Carson Wentz, he's been rumored to the Bears,
2: does that scare you or does that make you happy? God, is he – Steven, is, is is he not in the overstated NFL group?
0: He did not go on there enough to know.
1: No, I he, am, but I don't believe – a lot. I think a lot of y'all are fucking – No masses. So, I like to talk to a couple of the people that I do respect their opinion because most people on there, I don't respect their opinion at all.
2: Okay. Well, just hate on my group. So, that's cool. (laughs) Um, Love you, too, Reef. Um, It is what it is, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I'm a Cowboys fan. I hate
1: on my own fans because that makes you happy. Like, I hate my own own self. Pour
2: another dipper here. Pour another dipper. There we go. (laughs) Not being a bit. Well, actually, you're not drinking. Steven, you'll do a shot with me this two days. I'm not drinking. I've been drinking all night.
0: I got to (laughs) go grab a beer.
2: You're sipping on the scotch that you've been sipping
1: on for. Like oh, been long. gone, and I had a twist yeah. of tea with me the whole time too. I've been double fisting the whole time. First off, I want to—I want don't, wanna, I wanna, don't, I wanna, don't I, underestimate my drinking skills. I am like Johnny Manziel in his prime when it comes to drinking. Oh, we're getting—we're getting—if I had cocaine,
2: we'd be great.
0: We're getting towards last week again. Um,
2: I would—I would be ecstatic if the Chicago Bears traded for Carson once, especially when I heard that they're offering picks oh my god please do it yeah that's what i thought your that's what i
1: thought your opinion would be yeah and i agree with you
2: please do it
1: yeah i agree with you i completely agree with you that was a very just fun uh light question i completely agree with you um yeah
0: all right let's get to the basketball talk because
1: all right done with Um, quarterbacks so steven i just want to talk to you real quick when we were talking on Obviously, the last episode was all super bold. Episode before that, we were doing our own thing. Uh, your team was on a six game win streak, mine was on a six game lose, six game losing streak. <laughs> now, my team's on a four game winning streak, and you're on a four game losing streak. Can we win at the same time? Like, what's going on? Like, I we I... always have more talent than y'all, but like,
0: oh my then? god, are you serious?
1: You oh, think we go. the Rockets like, have like, more. See. Steve, talent this, and the uh the Mavericks
0: this guy's over here saying that we got dumbass opinions in the overstated group he's over here saying that he's acting like we didn't have James Harden for all those years and you had we're talking about
1: right now we're talking about this season what does that have to do with anything you we're said you've always, about this season you said
0: you've always had more talent than us you no, have had...
1: talking about this year I'm I just said we have more talent than y'all this year we have more talent than
0: you you got one player with more talent than us
1: Chris top is better than y'all's best player
0: Oh no, not a chance. We had a poll in the group. Jordan Wall is
1: better than Kristaps right now.
0: Christian Wood is better than Kristaps. Oh good lord! Steve. Am I wrong?
1: Christian Wood is probably agrees with you. Christian Wood is pretty good, dude.
0: Absolutely. About
1: talent, potential, and what Kristaps did today, like.
0: And when, how long Christian Woods on the floor as opposed to when Kristaps is on the floor?
2: I mean, Reef, I do have to say, though, I mean, Chris is going to get hurt in the next 10 games. Oh, uh, 100%
1: yeah. agree, Steve. Not going to argue that at you know, all. You know, I don't you know, trust you
2: know, him. One of the best things LeBron has ever said, man, your best ability is your availability. Mm. LeBron didn't say that. That, that saying has <laughs> been around. Whatever, dude. Just, you know what, dude? What are you, a fact checker <laughs> over here? What, what, what is this?
1: I'm a hater. That's what I am. Yeah, We know.
2: <laughs> we know.
1: But let me give you this. Kristaps uh, tonight, 8 of 13 from 3 point for 36 points.
0: Why is your center taking 13 shots from outside? Because he
1: made 8 of them. Because he can. Yeah. And he's a 4. He's technically our 4.
0: Okay. <laughs> and Luka
1: scored 46 tonight. 5 of 8 from 3.
0: Yeah, Luka's the best player. He's, he's top 5 in the league right now, I'd say. Without
1: a doubt. But that's what I'm saying. We have more talent than y'all. Yeah, this year and y'all still might end up with a better record than us
0: yeah i don't know well i think we sit oladipo a lot and then try and trade him before the deadline who knows so
1: with y'all's team i think best case scenario i make the play in tournament with my team i think i don't believe there's a i think they have to make a trade but i don't know what player you can trade for
0: get somebody who's not soft as three-ply toilet paper like kp is
1: first of all kp's not going anywhere it just is what it is that's what his contract is okay I get don't... somebody in the middle because he's not going to go down here who 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 for what price who for what deal like oh. who can you take that just makes this team better i think this team is, what lopez. It is and they are a seventh or sixth seed in the west
0: brooke lopez
1: oh good lord no i'm good
0: oh
2: <laughs> i got a hit on brooke lopez bro <laughs> I just want—I uh, to
0: throw that me out. Give three there.
1: years ago, Brooke Lopez. I'll take that all day. But I'm not taking this Brook. Give Lopez.
0: me last year, Brooke Lopez. I'll take it. Mm. I mean, you've been watching too and, much Mavs basketball. You don't—you forgot what good basketball looks no, like.
1: I mean, maybe so. <laughs> guarantee that basketball is my least watched sport right now. I've been all NFL, so I'm definitely not up to date on it. But. Yeah, clearly, because you don't Brooke like Lopez is the game changer for this team. Oh.
2: Might be, bro, but we ain't trading them.
1: <laughs> I don't I know. Think it,
0: they... it has
1: to be either a two-way two guard, or it has to be a just defensive five. Like
0: Lou Dort, get Lou Dort. That would be bad.
1: Uh, um, I would try to see what you'd have to give up to the Magic. For what? To get Vucevic. No.
0: No. I, I mean, you're basically just, that's another KP, but he'll play inside.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, 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 there's not a quick defensive fix for this team. It's a problem.
0: I don't know. Steve, what do you think? For which team For the Mavs Fuck the Rockets I don't This year's a wash for me I don't care well,
2: dude, Houston's done man You know why Houston's done Stephen You know you sold your soul to the devil For that World Series for and, uh,
0: and I'll do it's it again
2: done. I hey, would man, do it I play too For the run, record. But, it, but, it, but it's done It's it, it's done Houston's done It's just done That's alright Milwaukee yeah. just sell
1: their soul Maybe they can win something And something
0: They already did they, they appeased James Harden For all those years They basically made a deal With the devil Milwaukee did? No, the
1: Rockets. You no, said I'm Milwaukee. Saying Milwaukee should sell something. Why are
2: you bringing up Milwaukee? What did Milwaukee ever do? We're just, we're just happy to go. <laughs> exactly.
1: They've people. never done anything. I'm just, just curious. I hear a lot of this shit talking. I just I think no, know no, like no. what y'all's plan is. So, oh,
2: my. What the fuck is going on? I think
1: the Scott is taking over, and my opinions are coming out. Steve? This, oh my! SS, about... The SF Sank ship? What? What? The SS Sank ship.
2: What the fuck is the SX sink ship?
1: It's when y'all sink during every I don't know athletic team y'all I have.
0: I think that this actually could be Milwaukee's. I mean if if it was going to be any year it'd be this year because nobody's talking about them like they were last year. I think well, they're f-
2: saying this, dude. We're fucking home by 20 right now to the Utah Jazz. So
0: Well, the Jazz, the Jazz are
1: a good team this year.
0: They're killing. They're <laughs> the best team in the but league right now.
1: Milwaukee has not been impressive this year and they've made good trades. I like the Drew trade. I like the trades they've made. I like the team, the players they added to their they team. Been
2: impre- they haven't been impressive because there's no fans they're trying different stuff. Well, first of all, no fans, fans, well. the no fans is a
1: huge impact on everybody and the quick turnaround. Oh, this is something I actually want to get into. I'm sorry guys, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. This comes to the NBA though. I always had a very lot of respect uh, That was a horrible (laughs) worded sentence. I always had a lot of respect for Adam Silver as one of my favorite commissioners in NFL, MLB, NBA, my top Uh, three sports. This year, he has let me down a lot. Like,
2: I think he has made...
1: I think Adam Silver has made bad choice after bad choice after bad choice this year. Like, I think he has completely shit the bed as an owner. I think he's up there with Roger Goodell right now. I think he has completely bucked
2: himself.
1: He had one good
0: year. He had one good year.
1: Well, I thought the bubble ran smoothly. I was a big Adam, fan of Adam that.
2: Silver. Adam Silver is one of the most overrated GMs ever. Why do you like Adam Silver?
1: Because he was a player's person, and he didn't get in the way that much. And this what year, did, all he's done it? is get in the way. All he's done Adam is Silver contradict do? himself. What did Adam Silver do? Nothing. That's I didn't have to hear from him. That was the good thing. I hear too much from Roger Goodell and Robert Manfred. Like they're uh, they're I trash. Want,
2: what do you, do you mean? Want to know why? Do you want to know why Roger Goodell? Granted, I don't like him. Do you want to know why he's the best commissioner?
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, I want to know why. Because he's trash. Why? He's awful.
2: Yeah. You want to know why he's the best? Let me know. Because us three degenerates still watch it. Everybody still watch it. That's that's ridiculous. That's the dumbest argument I've ever heard in my life. No, no.
0: He does whatever he wants because he knows everybody's going to watch it.
1: Anybody could do that. I was still watching NFL. I'm not not watching football. Reef, wait.
2: He works works for the owners. He does whatever the owners want him to do. And all he does is make these people fucking money. Hmm. Handfuls and handfuls of money. And we still watch it. Yep. This argument of,
1: makes no sense. What do you mean? What that make- it
2: just makes sense. You guys, you guys just said – which one of you guys just said? Uh, you said it, Re? Oh, man, I haven't really – I've been so into the NFL. I haven't really been watching the NBA. Uh-huh. You would never say that about the NFL.
1: No. I was into the NFL when I was eight years old. The commissioner <laughs> doesn't change that. I will never stop watching football. But he could, I love though. football. <laughs> Look like – No, you could, you could every at the beginning of every NFL football game, you could take the American flag out there, light it on fire, and I will still watch that game. It has nothing to do with Roger Goodell. I think Roger Goodell is an absolute piece of trash that has no idea what he's doing, and I can't stand him. That has nothing to do with him being a good commissioner because I still watch the game.
0: Okay, but I mean, look what what Rob Manfred has done in baseball. I hate what he's done over the past over last year like with the the runner on second and in extra innings that's awful it made me not want to watch baseball a lot of the time I don't watch that much baseball okay but I, that's what i'm saying like adele doesn't do anything he does what he has to like finally but- you know when the entire public is on his ass like the concussion stuff he'll make a little bit of an adjustment You're, there but the, but the owners still make all their money that's what he's saying is that no that's matter what, what they but the still owners make-,
1: make their money no matter who was there
0: no they won't because look at baseball baseball is dying oh, the God. nba is losing shitloads loads of money they're losing billions of dollars the nfl hasn't lost
1: shit because it's the nfl football is too big to fail it, because yeah, he's he in charge. Money. With the way he handled the kneeling controversy, the way he's handled the last two years, he the handled college it perfectly. situation, the NFL has lost a lot, lot of money. There's a league. lot of fans that don't but, watch what, the what, game what, right now.
2: What, what I'm saying is though we all still watch it. They, oh, we all still watch it. But, but that like, doesn't I mean, matter. That has nothing to do
1: with the commissioner. I would watch but this game it if does. fucking Hitler ran the NFL. Listen, I would still watch hey, football.
0: Listen, instead of fucking yelling, just listen. We're telling you that the reason you still watch it is because he hasn't changed it like everybody like that he hasn't hilarious. made any big like he hasn't had any fuck ups like That's Adam hilarious. silver has I think he's
1: had a bunch of fuck ups all right all right <laughs> I'm let y'all talk because I I literally don't agree with one word out of y'all's mouth
2: okay dude no it's because you I'm not sitting here saying that I like Roger Goodell I'm just saying he, we're still gonna watch Adam silver could do whatever and people aren't gonna watch. With the NFL, though, we're also gonna watch. He he can do whatever he wants. Oh, I shouldn't say that. He's not gonna do whatever he wants. He's gonna do whatever the owners want, right. and he's gonna smooth things over. And we're all gonna watch. No one. He handled the Colin Kaepernick situation horribly, horribly. And you know what us fans all did. We also watched, mm-hmm. but he—that's what I'm saying. It has
1: that has nothing to do with Roger Goodell. That's to do with NFL football and how much we love football. Well, 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 he handled well, well, the Co- the Kaepernick situation like shit, the Rice situation like shit, the Tyreek Hill situation like shit, the Randy Gregory situation like shit. He has not handled anything well. He is one of the worst commissioners I've ever seen in sports. Uh... I love football so much that there's no way you can get well, me to stop watching who, football. Who but Adam Silver got me to watch more basketball. Well, he didn't do it, but. We, it was more accessible on, that I started watching hang on, basketball.
2: Hang on, two things there. When he first came in, he he was a fucking hero because he started. Remember, the the NFL had a really bad player problem where they were getting in trouble with the law. They were all doing dumb shit. And he, he kind of like cleaned. I house. don't
1: know where that was at, but okay.
0: In Dallas, what do you mean? When he
2: first came in, that was. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs>
1: right. go.
0: You ever heard of a guy named Michael Irvin?
2: Well, he would, that was Paul Tagliabue, not uh, not Roger Goodell. Well, he cleaned it um, up. He cleaned up a lot of the after effects for that. He did what the owners wanted. He held people accountable. Whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah, so, if you're gonna be giving an excuse, said, try well, to do Ray do Lewis's uh, murder yeah, case. Yeah.
2: You just said the point that the only reason why I brought up Roger Goodell is you just said that Adam Silver was your favorite commissioner, and I all I said was what did what good did Adam Silver do, and you said, well, I never heard from him. How did you not hear from him? He literally was one of the first commissioners ever to kick an owner out of the league.
1: Mm-hmm. He, he okay, first like, of all, he had a statement. He, he had, had a, he, state, he had a statement Adam, like every heard from week. him the least, and he kicked out a dude that was documented being a racist.
2: Yeah, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have kicked him out. I'm just saying that was served to him on a silver platter. What has Adam Agreed. Silver done? He did it. That, and that then he ran the bubble well.
1: Great. I think the NFL has been trashed since Roger Goodell has been there.
2: But how could you but how could you say Adam Silver and the bubble great? The NFL just had a just had a season, no games were canceled, they got everything done do you, on time. The games were shifted and, moved,
1: yeah, and shifted and moved. Yeah, shifted and moved, but not canceled. how many of
2: those things wasn't, were wasn't canceled.
1: shifted properly? And how many people in the bubble were actually tested positive for COVID during the NBA bubble? None. Zero. So none in the bubble. Like what do you mean? Like it's a bubble. No I don't understand how him. y'all can respect Roger Goodell. All right,
0: we don't. We,
2: don't. we no,
3: don't.
2: No, no, yes, yes, yes. y'all are making a very hard court. No, uh, very hard case for <laughs> a respect Goodell. Roger Goodell. I'm just. I, I, I'm more so saying, what has Adam Silver done? That's that. That's so great.
1: Been out of the spotlight, and that's what I want. But from he
2: hasn't. He had it was. Pistol,
1: he was. and he if it came it. to a, if it he came to a political a or a conscientious a decision, he made the right decision until this year. This is what I'm saying. This year is the one he finally became verbal, and where I've heard about him way too much. And if I'm hearing about your commissioner that much. You're doing a bad job, and Roger Goodell has never once done a good job. And Adam Silver, had a, who, Adam you're Silver had a statement. Adam Silver had a statement every still week. Watch football. That Roger Goodell is a good fucking commissioner. Adam Silver had a statement.
0: Oh my god, Adam Silver had a statement every single week about something, especially towards you know the the bubble and everything.
2: That's not. Did, thank you, thank you, Stephen. The difference is is that Adam Silver is 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 prey, or was praised by the media for what he did for Donald Sterling and got a pass on literally everything, mm-hmm. okay. everything he got a pass on.
0: He just said that statement about the national anthem. He was already like, no, no, we're going to play it. But yeah, I agree. But- <laughs> and
1: that's what I'm I'm just saying. I don't agree with anything that I've done this year.
0: Yeah, I think
1: that's what I said. He lost all my respect, but I think Roger Goodell is the worst thing that's ever happened for football.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I don't think we're going to agree. The
1: money,
2: the money, would say otherwise.
1: <laughs> the money doesn't change. It's football. It grows. It's a fucking impossible he, business he to fail.
2: Put, dude, he's making it. Okay, whatever. He, you were, he's making it grow. It's we're like, never
1: going to agree. agree. I'm gonna tell you right now, brother. We're never going to agree with this because sure, I can't don't, we don't stand. To, we,
2: don't, we don't have to agree, but like I'm just saying, like, dude, he's not.
1: I will he, never see your point. He, is what I'm saying. Uh,
2: they're not a figurehead. Like, like, like steven just said. Robert Manfred made him. You mean they're not a
1: figurehead? Great
2: stop
0: interrupting (laughs) no just let somebody talk no okay
2: all right time for another shot okay
0: (laughs) not for reef
1: nothing to do with being drunk i just completely agree with disagree with that last minute statement
0: okay we gotta we gotta be able to to make the statement though
3: all right plenty of them
0: all right well let's talk about the average nets because that's something you put on your list that you want to talk about and i think we can all agree that the Nets have been incredibly disappointing since making that hardened trade. Um, Their defense has been exactly what we expected it to be just 140 points a night against them pretty much is what it seems like. And they are not, I mean it, it doesn't look like the the powerhouse offense that we thought it would be like it's good, but it's not, it's not crazy. Like we thought it was going to be, I don't know what y'all's thoughts are on the net so far.
2: You want me to go, or if you want to go? Yeah, go ahead. I'm
0: good. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Steve.
2: I, I think that the the Nets are going to be just fine. I, I think, you know, KD is kind of – I mean, he showed up on offense. I think with this team, uh, which is uh, typical for almost every NBA team, the regular season doesn't matter. It's all going to be out the playoffs. Um, I think if I was the Brooklyn Nets, I'd be looking to trade Kyrie. But I, I don't think they want to do that. I think Joe Harris is probably a more – logical trade for them hmm. but they obviously need some sort of uh they need a big that can that can defend uh deandre jordan ain't it i mean they're they're getting tore up a little bit their roster because they gave up so much of their depth I, I think it's tough for them to play kd at the five but i think another trade is coming for them i i don't exactly know what it is but i i actually think they'll be just fine i, I picked before the season started, I picked Philly to come out of the East, and I picked Joel Embiid as my MVP. I think KD can make a run at that MVP, and I think that then I think I like Brooklyn's chances more coming out of the East.
0: I see. You know who they could use right now? Speaking of big men that can defend, uh Jarrett Allen would be really good for them. Oh no shit,
2: hey? <laughs>
1: no shit, hey.
0: <laughs> I mean I I was upset that we didn't just stick with him there instead of trying to get that that Bucks pick from the Cavs like that that one I think it's 2023 or something like that we got and it's protected like top ten protected we're gonna get that because no way y'all are finishing that low in the in the standings in 2023 Giannis will still be there then unless he bolts to the Lakers first but I mean I, I would have much rather had Jared Allen.
2: Well, you know, it's weird too. I don't – I they, I knew they weren't going to do this, but it almost made sense to do Kyrie for Harden. Mm. And, and you kind of saw like those first couple of games, it was Harden and KD, and it was really fun to watch. Yeah. But at the same time though, I can't remember who they were playing. I think it was on ESPN or TNT. And Kyrie was cooking all night. I think he had – I think he scored like 44 that game or something. But all of a sudden – Katie didn't touch the ball for like five minutes, and then when the game under three minutes, they just gave the ball to Katie and let him cook. Like that's when Brooklyn is just fucking scary, man. I, I mean, I know everyone's going to harp on the defense, as I said. Mm-hmm. I think there's another move to be made, but God, I mean, dude, you have Kendra, Kevin Durant and James Harden. Like, dude, your are your chances are very, very good. Very. So, very good. Kevin
1: Durant has been super efficient too in the way that he scored. Um, and I've heard his name. Obviously, he's going to be Comeback Player of the Year. There's absolutely not a doubt about that. But being mentioned with the MVPs, and LeBron's had a great year, too. Mm-hmm. But how special has Steph been, especially these last couple of games? I mean, we all kind of... He was gone for the last year, and we all kind of, like, sat back and forget how good Steph is. And he has been nothing but phenomenal this year. I mean, he is carrying a team that I think has decent talent at best and dropping 35 and 5 and shooting 50 40 and 90 i mean he is on a tear right now steph is scary
2: it's it's funny you say that though cuz i i absolutely this is like the one argument that i absolutely hate like it it, it i'm not saying you're like this reef don't this <laughs> i know you're not saying this you're you're not saying this i know you're not but like there's other people like in, in like the overstated NBA group that are like, well, look who, look who Steph has had around them. Look, blah, 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 blah. Steph has been phenomenal this year. And as good as he's been they're 13, uh, they're 14 and 12.
3: Mm-hmm. They're
2: yeah. not going to win a playoff series. They, they, they may, they may win one playoff game. Like why? I, what, 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 I don't understand it. Maybe I, know you're not, I know you're not saying this. I know you're not saying this. I, I'm just saying for other, other people that I see on social media, why does it take Steph for Clay to be out, for him to do this and finish eighth in the West, maybe ninth, maybe not even make the playoffs, to be like, Oh man, look at the numbers Stephs are putting up. Look at what he did pre Durant. He was the back to back MVP, they went to two straight finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Steph has he's been the baller. This guy. He's been this guy.
1: Yeah, for sure. And he's <sighs> He revolutionized the game in his own way. For sure. Um, I agree with you. They probably sneak in at the 8th, 7th. Maybe they get to play in tournament. I don't know what the case is. I agree they don't win a series. But what does MVP really mean? Is it the best player on the best team or the second best team? Or is it the person that results in the most wins if they weren't on that team? And if that was what it meant, I think Steph is in that running. Unfortunately, I don't think that's what it means. I don't think that's what it means in any sport. I think it's the best player on one of the best teams. But Steph is – you can't sleep on what he's done, like, for sure. Like, he's still got it. And when Clay gets back next year, that could be a fun team. I think teams are still getting better. But we still have to respect Steph, and I think a lot of people slept on him this year. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I still think the MVP, though, more so in the NBA than any other sport. is It's a regular season award. And, Amen. And- Amen to that strictly what it is like I don't I don't understand why you know LeBron bitches and moans about all this other stuff when you know he has half-assed the regular season except for last year since since he was in Miami like yeah you know, LeBron's best player in the NBA but he's half-assed it like you should not win the MVP for doing that
0: yeah I threw a prayer up for you when I saw you post that on one of our groups because <laughs> I knew <laughs> I knew I knew his boys were coming for you
2: yeah, it was just like dude, I don't understand like why you're complaining about it. Like, there's not a there's not a person on the planet that thinks that you're 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 not the best player in the NBA. Like, what what what's up, man? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, well,
0: he he claims well, that yeah. false narrative that he's like, oh well, just because I'm I'm the best player, it gets boring, so they gotta they gotta vote somebody else in every that's once in a while. Like, f- no, that's
2: <laughs> completely false.
0: Yeah, no, it's no that you take off. I mean, he, he does it. It's probably been since he since he went back to Cleveland, like when he got back to Cleveland, he's been doing that. I don't think he did in Miami, but certainly when he was there, you know, he had Kyrie, he had love, he had all his supporting pieces. He could kind of take his foot off the gas a little bit throughout the regular season. So it hasn't been as impressive, you know, it's still, don't get me wrong. He's still, you know, like you said, the best player in the league, but he's not going out and doing like, what Giannis did the past two years is, like, it, it was every single night, everybody was like, holy shit, look look what he's doing every single night. Le- you don't have that with LeBron. He's not doing things night in and night out. He'll have one great game, and then everybody's like, oh, well, yeah, he's the best player in the league. But you're right, he doesn't do it every single night, and I think that's what holds him back.
2: Yeah, and, and I don't even think Giannis is a top 30 player in the NBA as far as, like, hey, man, can we – win a title with this guy as our number one option. But in again, it, I think people need to understand that it's a regular season award. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's nothing more than that. And Giannis has been the best player in the regular season. And, you know, when Steph Curry won, everyone was all pitching about it. Steph Curry was the best player in the regular season. I, I don't understand why people are get this upset about this. I, I it boggles my mind.
0: Well, I think it's because he kicked everybody's ass for so many years. Like I know at the beginning of the year he had that rough start and I- I'll admit I I was one of the first ones ready to pour dirt on him. I was like, ah, he's done. He's washed. He doesn't have his teams. but I mean, he, he came back and proved us all wrong. But I think, you know, like I said, I think it's cause he kicked everybody's ass and everybody's still mad about it. Um, but yeah, he's, he's still, and also he's just not, he's not the physically imposing player that, someone like LeBron or like Giannis or AD or somebody like that is like, there's, he doesn't have the same kind of intimidation factor to him. He doesn't wow everybody as much. Yeah. I think that's part of it as well. But
2: that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: But I mean, yeah, he's, he'll put up his numbers this year. I think he's, um, he's great. I mean, he's going to be a hall of famer. He's, I don't think he's top 10 i th- i see a lot of people put him top 10 all the time and i think that's insane but yeah he's he's been good sure i don't i don't yeah so i know we wanted to talk about uh some of the potential trades we think teams could make so we got the the deadline coming up um steve i want to start with you with the Bucks. do you have any potential trades you think y'all could make to help you uh bolster up for the for a postseason run.
2: I don't. I I think that I'm liking I'm one of the few uh that actually like what I'm seeing. Um I think that they're dealing with adversity a lot right now. I know that on defense, uh in just watching them they're they're switching a lot more than they ever have. I mean they still have the number one offense in the NBA. Uh I think their their defense is fifteen, I wanna say. So I mean I, I expect that to get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think from a salary cap perspective, I don't think they have enough to make really literally any trades. I would like to see them. I mean, a favorite of mine for a while has been John Collins from Atlanta. Mm. I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think they have enough draft capital to get them. Um, obviously I like JJ Reddick too, but I, I just, I, I can't see them making a move. Um, as I said earlier, they're getting crushed by Utah right now, but Drew Holiday isn't playing using COVID protocol, but I really, really like their team uh, going into the playoffs, and you know, we'll uh, we'll see what happens.
0: See what White Dante does this this postseason.
2: That's my boy, man. He did <laughs> not play good last year, but that's my boy.
0: I just saw. Speaking of Collins, did you see that thing saying he was he was available? That they've been hearing offers I did about him.
2: Yeah, I did see that, and he's. I wanted him last year too, but I, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see like i said man we don't have a lot of assets at all to make kind of any sort of trade so we'll uh, we'll kind of see what happens with that
0: okay where so keeping on the call and saying where do y'all think he would i mean where do you think the best fit for him would be if he could get you know it was barring you know including salary cap and all that where do you think the best place Honestly, for him would be
2: not just cuz Reef is on this dallas yeah I mean, I just think that with 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 Luca, it's funny too. Going back to before Giannis signed with Milwaukee, like I thought the best fit for him was Dallas. Uh, so I, I think Luca mm, don't rub the salt in. <laughs> I, I think Luca is that good, but the one thing about Luca that, and again, he's so young. This is, hey, he's got a long way to go. I'm not saying this is going to be Luca's trajectory, but. I mean, I think he needs another guy with him. I don't think you can build a team around Luca and expect to win a title. And again, I it's so early in his career. I'm just saying, from what we've seen so far, I I, I have I have serious doubts about. Well,
1: him. in this generation, we haven't seen anybody win just with one superstar. I guess Toronto when they beat uh Cleveland
0: Yeah, but they were
1: oh,
2: uh... yeah, I I've seen I've seen it three times uh since since the since the 2000s. It was Toronto, it was your Dallas Mavericks and it was the Detroit Pistons. And
1: they had that's great awesome. great supporting cast where everybody knew their role.
0: Yeah. I think and that's what was more important. Like now like how
1: though we see these super teams being built and everything and that Los Angeles team, the Lakers are <laughs> going to be a very hard team to beat no matter who you are.
0: Not the Clippers?
1: (laughs) Not after their their performance last year. I mean, I thought they were the better overall team, and then Paul George went Casper, and they kind of disappeared in it all. And Giannis did what Giannis does and got beat by a team that he shouldn't lose to. I mean, Giannis is probably the second best player in the NBA right now, in my opinion. But he doesn't he hasn't won it yet. And maybe if he gets that one and he gets that monkey off his shoulder, he can just pile them up. That's a very big possibility. And like Steve uh, said, I really thought that he was going to wait to go to free agency and come to Dallas and play with Luca, which I thought would have been a great match. Didn't happen, which means he's confident and he wants to win there. And I appreciate that a lot. That's something we don't see much in pro sports nowadays. Yeah, but I don't want to see him win one now. He's,
0: he's definitely <laughs> confident. Did you see it? To last, be honest. Last night, he took that 20-footer. I mean, granted, he missed it, but he's he's taking the shot. I heard. But that's he, an
1: elbow. Uh, it, but you saw uh, Devin Booker's comment on that?
0: Yeah, fuck Devin Booker. He ain't Cowboy, even been, he ain't been to the playoffs.
2: Devin Booker's going to talk shit. Bro, you haven't even sniffed the playoffs. Who the, what the fuck are you even sniffing? Exactly. Agreed. <laughs> Bold move for that
1: guy. But that just kind of shows you how the league looks at him.
2: Oh, uh, I don't disagree. But, bro. Devin Booker, man. Go hang out with Kendall. Go fucking relax. Agreed. When Agreed. Leaves. When Chris Paul leaves next year, dude, you're gonna go back to never making the playoffs again. Fucking have a good career, man. Being being the dude that never makes the playoffs.
1: Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I think I think Devin Booker would be a great second fiddle, but I don't think he will ever be
2: I, I agree. he'd be a great second fiddle to kendall jenner for sure man i hear you. <laughs> hey that's a second diddle right there that's not a fiddle man come on
0: he was i think he was the seventh diddle in that train they had
1: <laughs> well ben got her first
0: yeah so reef do you have any trades any trade ideas you would make we we talked about the rocks I, I, I said no. i
1: really don't i i'm with steve like i think our team is what it is like there's a couple of trades you can make but i don't Think there's one person out there that's realistic and available that just makes us a better team. What we need is a two way player, and I don't see that guy available or possible to get in. If we lose Tim Hardaway Jr., it is what it is. I agree, he's probably our main trading point. But when he's cold, we lose a lot of games. When he gets hot, we win those games. But he, it's so in between his playing. That doesn't matter. I don't. I. I honestly don't see a quick fix for this team. I don't think we're just that one role player away from being able to win. So I think we are what we are. I think we're going to sneak in the playoffs. I think we'll win a couple games, but I don't know if we win a series. I don't know.
0: Chris Middleton would be nice on Dallas. I'll tell you that
1: he's not going to (laughs) leave. Well, yeah. yeah, first of all, I don't, I don't, I don't trust him either. I don't trust Chris Middleton either.
0: He's best player on what? the Bucks this year.
2: Why do you not trust Chris Middleton?
1: Because I've watched him in the playoffs and he's really? gone cold before.
2: The
1: he's gone cold.
2: He has, dude. Ask Boston how cold he is. <laughs> ask Miami how cold he is. He won, he won a playoff game single-handedly by himself against Miami.
1: A playoff game. That's cool. You got to win four.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to have more than just yourself out there. You got to ask that.
1: Agreed.
2: He's been the best player on the Bucks, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's there. he's the quietest, best player in the NBA. I like I him a
2: lot. He kind of reminds me of Clay, but yeah, he's a, he's honestly no bullshit, dude. He's a he's a top twelve player in the NBA right now. Oh god.
0: Oh well. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think you're getting a little crazy now, but yeah, he's not nice. a
1: watermelon spritzer or whatever the <laughs> fuck.
2: I'm slung my first one, bro. Come on, dude. This is straight whiskey, bro.
1: Oh. <laughs> hey you know the Midwestern guys are saying bro a lot, we're in trouble.
0: I know. Uh we've been in trouble for about twenty minutes now, but I think we're gonna wrap up because uh you're not supposed to go over two hours apparently, and we are well over two hours at this point. So y'all y'all have any parting thoughts? Um I know we're gonna have you on again, see if this is a lot of fun, but I was
2: gonna I was gonna say so next Friday? Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: We don't hey, have a- Steve. You're always welcome, bro.
1: This was a good time, man. I had a lot of fun. We had a lot of back and forth. Uh, I think it's fun that we can get into ser- certain topics and get certain engagements to where it seems like it's kind of hostile, <laughs> but it's not at the same time. So I-, I had a great time, man. I appreciate you coming on and we appreciate it. We've been waiting for you to come on for a couple of weeks now. Wish you had made the Dante podcast. I think that's the next thing that we're going to do. Is we got to make a podcast where all four of us get on here together? Oh and I God! Think, I think it'll be fun.
2: Uh, I'm <laughs> down, man. We need to get a little zoom action going, dude. Like this was, this was a lot of fun, dude. I I uh, I like this. This is fun. Hell
0: yeah! But, yeah that's
2: what drunk dads sports is all about, bro. Absolutely, yeah, it's. it's like, Derek Michael is just fucking texting me right now. Oh, uh,
0: tell him to come on over to the house. We're drinking. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is this. Dude, he sent me like six messages. LOL, Steve. I realized I responded to you on my actual FB page and not overstated. When I asked if you called me a bitch boy, I'm such an idiot. My bad. Also, fuck you. The Celtics are better than the Bucks. I truly believe that. heart I bet he does, but that's not true. So have you're it, safe there, Steve. How many
0: times have you had to tell him that Tatum's going to the Celtics in two years,
1: or not the Celtics, uh, yeah, the yeah, Lakers?
2: Hey, like, here, right. I'll say this right now, and I'll screenshot this for you guys. Tatum to the Lakers.
1: Tatum <laughs> to the Lakers. Hey, I agree. Me and Steve talked about this, I think, two episodes ago. We believe that that's the move, too, for him.
0: Tatum to the Lakers and Brown to the – Probably the
2: Hornets, well, he, the way they run like, their uh, organization. I always say it was LOL. He knows, poor bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Okay. This has been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate this, guys. And I'll see you guys next Friday. I'm yeah, inviting for sure. you. Hey Steve, on. it was a pleasure to
1: meet you, bro. I've seen your your name a lot across our overstated that I recently got uh invited into and it was fun to finally meet you, man. This is a good conversation. I had a good time.
2: I love it, man. And hey man, don't be sleeping on that Roger Dell. I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, it,
1: it,
3: this guy just taking over
1: bro this podcast got out of control this was a great time man i had so much fun y'all
3: yes
0: sir we'll see y'all next week bye boys
1: all right later
3: peace